pretty good. Oh, we got we we you know we just talking we talking stuff. Yeah, so, but yeah. Nah, I was kind of happy. I can't wait till uh, my little stand come up, man. I'm gonna be recording <laughs> off. I'm gonna use my camera off my phone. That's gonna be legit. Yeah, I, I'm happy with this. I'm happy with the stand. Like I'm gonna order a table. I'm gonna order a desk, and I'm gonna move to another section in the dining room. Boy, you better, boy. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna move to another section in the dining room so I can have a different type of space. But yeah, man, and I can set up a different way. I definitely think about getting a MacBook Pro though, because I actually want to start doing it off of there instead of the iPad. Hey, you know the crazy part? I need an iPad. I need you need a MacBook. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I definitely was like looking into that all week. I've been looking into that stuff all week long. I ain't gonna hold you, bro. Hey, I, I shout out to your pockets after that because Zoom Jones is crazy. I bought mine uh, when the MacBook Pro when it came out in uh, 17. So this yeah. is the 17 one. That joint was up here. That joint was yeah. like 1700. And I was like, good God. Thank God I got my bonus when I did because uh, when that happened. Yeah, about, hey, y'all about to get you about to get brown t-shirt butler today. <laughs> yeah, I've been looking at uh I've been looking at um refurbished ones and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh I can't afford the brand new one. Like the brand new one, I just can't afford, bro. It's not going down that way. <laughs> I gotta check it in the savings and we're gonna yeah, check it. Wait about checking in my savings, look, it's not going down that way. Hey, you know, my I'm bougie now, so I was looking at the tablets <laughs> and I'd be like <laughs> You said one Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, like this joint. Like, I love this. I love this joint. It does everything I needed to do. But I think for the show and things like that, I definitely need um the uh get in on the joint. Get get a uh, a MacBook for sure. But um, yeah, man. So we here. We on the clock. Episode six. It's your boy. One of the hosts of BNB on the clock, Coach Reg, and we got the soldier JB the Kid One. <laughs> we are back again for another episode, another week. We're back at our normal scheduled time. We're back on Friday, so it is Friday. Uh, so we are here, BNB on the clock. Please excuse our background noises. Like we are working in, in our houses, so you know. You will hear some things in the background sometimes, so please excuse that. You know, we try our best to limit that as much as possible by muting our mics and stuff like that. But we just want to let y'all know, as you see behind me, that's our new logo. If you haven't seen it, if you haven't been on any of the pages and seen the new logo, the new logo is behind me. Yeah, that's the new B&B on the clock logo. So yes, yes. sir. <laughs> so yes, we are, we are up and running. <laughs> My co-host JB the Kid the Soldier. How was your week, sir? Oh uh, man, as you can see, <laughs> I'm in my brown t-shirt. So uh that only means the one thing <laughs> I had one of those weeks, bro. <laughs> so y'all go get hey look, hey, I just want to let y'all know. Hey, your boy, your boy brought out the Hennessy today. You heard what I'm talking about? <laughs> it's been one of them weeks. <laughs> but thank God I made it. <laughs> thank God I made it. But no, it was a good. It was a good. We we uh, uh, we had a lot of training stuff to do and clear some stuff up. It's about to be the end of the fiscal year in the army, so we had to clear a lot of stuff up and change of responsibility coming up. We got a new car major and all that, so it's getting real hectic up there. But uh, got a four day next weekend, so I am ready. I am ready for that. But on all, oh, I made it through. Made it through. 
No, that's what's up. That's what's up, man. Yeah, my week was good. Went back to work. First full week back. Man, hadn't been hadn't been there in about two weeks, actually. So it was first full week back. So it was an adjustment period, you know, actually doing some work, actually in work with the shoulder and everything. Um, shoulders doing better. It's progressing, but it ain't 100 percent yet. So I can't do everything I'm supposed to do at work. But, you know, it's good. It's good to be home. Good to be back around family and everything. Um, man, like I said, like we are here. We are on the clock. Uh, I got vodka in my cup. You got Hennessy. We going cheers. I'm using a Chick Fil A cup today. I don't have one of my normal cups around me, so it's my Chick Fil A oh, cup. So today. you fancy? Hey, you fancy? <laughs> you, fancy you know, you take a take a little bit. Give me my spin, oh, boy. Give me a little. Caught <laughs> 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 me off guard this time. That caught me off guard that time. I wasn't expecting uh, Yeah, uh, I see that. I see that. Oh, man. Yeah, you know, I got that gravity thing. So it caught me off guard there. But... So we going to jump right into the show, man. We, um, oh, yeah, I forgot. I got to do my thing. Show my shirt off for the day. Okay. This right here, I'm so... This, this is how, I'm so proud of this shirt right here because okay. this is my oldest son's clothing line. So I'm so proud to wear his clothing line on the show and introduce it to the world. Two rare clothing. My young, my son Jalen, I'm so proud of him. Um, he started his own clothing line. So I definitely had to wear it on the show today. Like I said, I'm going to promote um, clothing lines and companies on the show as much as I can. And that one right there. It blesses my heart to see my son out here doing, trying to do his own thing. So I had to hey, wear it. I want to represent a clothing brand too. Uh, this is straight from military <laughs> clothing sales. <laughs> hey, yo, $15.60 in a pack. You feel me? Made from all my inmates out there in the world. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. So our first topic of the day, since we, we're getting on the clock here, we're about to start this thing right. Um, my first topic for the day is the NBA draft and NBA free agency. Um, where do you want to start? You want to start with free agency or you want to start with the draft? The draft was pretty predictable. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, let's start with the draft. Uh, like you said, uh, you took the word right in my mouth. I feel pretty predictable. It wasn't like crazy trade. The only trade, obviously, was the Westbrook trade that happened. Like, that was big. Um, but you had um, – What's my man's name? See, look, you know, who's the number one pick, Reggie? Who's the number one pick? Oh, Kay Cunningham. Double C. There it is. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. Kay Cunningham, uh, I think he was just like the best overall prospect. Uh, what is his name? Is Jalen Green? Jalen Strugs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jalen Green, Jalen Green. You talking about Jalen yeah, Green? Yeah, going, uh, yeah, going to the Rockets or whatever. That was a pretty good move. Uh, outside of that, you know, the Warriors got some two picks. They had uh, Moses Moody and uh, Kaminga. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, a pretty solid player. It's like it was like to me, it wasn't really a lot of star power in this draft, in my personal opinion. I say it's like I seen two, and that's the K Cunningham and uh, Jalen Green. Well, I think Jalen Struggles from Gonzaga is a star. Nah, I think he's a star. I think the the craziest one that I I like that nobody really talked about is Davion Mitchell and the Kings. Yeah, I think that's a that good was one. Too. I was like. That was I don't know I, when I watched the the 
Final Four and all that last year. Yeah. I didn't really get this the first year because I was moving and all that. I didn't get involved in the okay. whole, uh, you know, like college basketball, like towards the playoff time anyway. But uh, what I seen out of Davian Mitchell, when I did get time to watch it, it was like, yo, he might make some noise or whatever. But uh, yeah. It was it was interesting. It was it was interesting, man. Uh Absolutely. Yeah, never predictable. It wasn't anything crazy. But um, what'd you yeah, take on it though? I mean, I said like I said, it started like I thought the draft was very predictable. It went kind of like the experts said it would. It wasn't nothing that jumped out or changed that made me be like, oh, this is a shocker, or why did they right. make that yeah. move? Yeah. It it all yeah. was very predictable. Um now free agency, on the other hand. Mm. That's where that's the one right there. Like now yeah. that we now uh-huh. that we need to talk about because I know you as a Lakers fan, you have so much to be glad about and joyful about because you guys are you know you guys <laughs> have turned into the Hall of Fame super team. So go ahead and gloat and get it out. Let's go. Just go on ahead. I just want as a Lakers fan, I want everybody to keep that same energy. Like my man LeBron said, yes, I'm saying my man LeBron because we are best friends, okay? Uh, and he told me, that asked me if it was okay to tweet that. I was like, yeah, bro, you speak to the words right out of my mouth. Go ahead. I bet you'll get more of a response than I would. So he went and tweeted that, right? And he was like, keep that same energy. And I was like, he took the words right out of my mouth. That, that's why we best friends. But, uh, yeah, I, I it's, just, it's amazing to me because a lot – like. For you, um, in 98, Michael Jordan had the oldest one, the oldest team to NBA in all the 75 years of the NBA. And right. because they had Michael Jordan, it was okay. That's legit. Because they had Michael Jordan, it was okay. I was like, you have LeBron James. Like, to me, as long as you have a team with LeBron on it, it, it should be no issue. It doesn't matter who you pick up. And I right. feel like that was the that was the issue I had. Like, you, y'all didn't have this energy. I felt like Jordan did it. But when LeBron did it, I feel I feel like the way it happened, oh, the Lakers can't get nobody. They traded everybody. Who the how they gonna fill the team? But you have LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, and Anthony Davis. That's that's the that's the pitch. That's the pitch. And you okay. got some for me. You got some good players. Like you got we got Trevor Ariza, who I feel is like still a decent uh, two way player. He's not gonna be knocking down three left and right. But then we went Please. got him. Kent Bazemore. Then we got uh uh see now I'm having what the color. You got your boy TH TH uh T or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah, but he a young boy. I'm talking about the, the people that we got you got in. Uh, uh you got you got a Hall of Famer, a professional. Carmelo, scorer. I'm tripping. Uh, I'm tripping. Because you talked about that for a year that he should be a Laker. So I, bet, I, I put that to existence. I'm on my LeBar ball. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this took too long, but yeah, yeah. I was like, man. Say, like you can't forget, you can't forget nah, Melo. Melo like, is the one I feel like is gonna kind of that's the one I, I I really like. I think a lot of Laker fans like really wanted that. Of course, if you're a LeBron fan, you they want everybody like LeBron's friends to play with him, but I always like legit wanted Melo. I've been talking like you said for a year. I wanted Melo on the team, um, but yeah, man, I just feel like the Lakers, even though they're like vets, I feel like because they are vets, that's what's going to give us the edge that we need. And then I don't really, not really too concerned about defense. Everybody's like, what about defense? Like we don't have like bumps. Now the one person now it's Friday, so the one one person I do want us to get is Avery Bradley. If we can get Avery Bradley. And then we got uh, the boy McClung that was an undrafted free, uh, undrafted rookie. And we just keep them two. And we get Avery Bradley on the back on the team. And we I got like, Dwight like Howard that. back. 
So I, mean, I like I like I like Matt McClung. I think he was he was good in college. He was he was yeah. amazing in high school, and he was very oh. good. He was good at college, so I definitely yeah. think he could be he could be a sleeper. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah I like sure. I like the way his first game went um, for the summer league in LA. I watched that. Um, I thought he played well in that first game. Um, I definitely think he is one of he's, he's a one. Like he's, he's one of those ones that you just mm-hmm. you find. Yeah, you, yeah. Fa- um, you found one. How about them Bulls though, man? They got LeVar Ball. Yeah, let's talk about that. Like they got Lonzo. They got Lonzo. They got DeRozan. Yeah, yeah. Last year they added. Last year they had added Vucevic, who I who I think is a, a star. Mm-hmm. Excuse my phone, people. People trying to text me during the middle of the show. They know I'm potting right now. I've already posted a picture saying I'm potting. I don't understand why I'm getting text messages while I'm potting. Um. <laughs> so you know, like I love what Chicago did. I think Chicago is going to surprise a lot of people. I think Chicago is going to be one of those ones that surprise people. Um, I like, oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, we got household people. It's crazy here. Uh-huh. <laughs> but um, so we got, uh, I like, I love what Chicago, I love what Chicago did. What about Miami? Miami's another one of them. Listen, Kyle Lowry. Uh, Kyle Lowry's my guy, man. Kyle Lowry's my guy. I'm gonna say it's because he's from Philly. So, but uh, take the bias without your heart. Um, it's not even being biased, man. He, he really that, that is. Guy's, that guy's a player. He no, don't get me wrong. I love don't get me wrong. I feel like Lowry's one of them scrappy point guards. That he's a bit. He's a bit point guard at this point, right? Mm-hmm. And I was telling people he's a good fit for Miami. I just don't see it, like personally putting him over the edge. And how it doesn't now it doesn't improve the record because they got bounced out on a embarrassingly fashion, embarrassingly in the first round. So I feel like it's not gonna happen. Jimmy Butler coming back and all the boys coming back, but at the same time, I don't feel like it's okay. But you know, this is this is so, it. I don't, it's like how everybody was coming out of the Lakers for old grabbing so, getting old people. Nobody's talking about the whole Kyle Lowry. He's supposed to be a difference maker. I don't see it. He's a dog. He's, He's a dog, dog now. Nah. With Jimmy he Butler, they, they do. Yeah, yeah, he exactly. What they do. Your dog. Yeah, I don't know, but Tyler, we, I, feel, I feel like Tyler Hero, pretty boy, though. I ain't gonna cap. I feel but see, like they, they got Tyler. They still got Duncan Robinson. Like, yeah. see, they still got the shooters around the dogs. So, and then you still got Bam. So, I like what they did. Like, I like what Miami did. I like the moves Miami made. I like them. I like a lot of the moves that everybody made. CPP, CP3 resigning with Phoenix. I love that. I think they're going to they're going to be good. I think they're still missing one piece. Um, but they did go get a, they did go get a, um, oh no, hold on. I forgot about something. Go back to Miami. PJ Tucker going to Miami. That's, that's big. That's another dog, like dogs, like dudes who just get after it. And I love defense. So as a coach, I love defense. Right, now, yeah, as a player, yeah. I was an offensive player, but as a coach, I am a defensive yeah. no, guy. I, I, I love that part. Defense. Yeah, the, the dog in it, but I'm like, for me, I'm like, okay, yeah, you got dogs, but the Clippers had dogs too. But we, but yeah, you know, like so that's why. That's why for me, I, I look at like how many wins is that person that you signed? Like, how many like how many wins could they get you? So like that's why I was like, when we got Russell, Russell gave gave us an easy about fifteen point one. Where yeah. LeBron and AD can get out the rotation or whatever. 
Kyle Lowry, he, with he, to him alone, I say as about maybe a solid 10 to 15. That's what I was looking at some of these free agent signings. Uh, but we got the Bulls, we got the Heat in the East. Uh, the Knicks did make some moves. Knicks uh, made some moves. Kemba, some Kemba Walker joint. Evan Fourier went to New York as well. So, I mean, I like what New York did too. I don't think it takes them over the top, but. Nah, nah. It's a start though. Kemba Walker in the Madison, Madison Square is not bad. Kimber returning home is big. Like, you got to have Kimber go home. That's big. Um, can I talk about my Sixers for a second? Yes, sir. I was waiting on it. Go ahead. I'm going to mute my mic, so you go ahead and do your thing. Um, I'm... Where do I start? Like, where do I start with my Sixers? Like, first of all... We only signed Andre Drummond. We re-signed Kuzma. I mean, Korkmaz, whatever his name was. Korkmaz, there you go. Um, we signed another guy who was just like Korkmaz, and I don't even really know his name. And, and then the guy who I really don't like, who I want traded, they still haven't traded, and now he's not even taking their phone calls. It's 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 a bad week here in Philadelphia, yo. It's a bad oh, week. The crazy part is that they talking about him going to the Warriors. I mean, but the Warriors don't want to give up what the Sixers asking for. And again, I don't really think the Sixers want to trade him. Like I want to be honest when I say this, and I want everybody to understand why I'm saying what I'm saying. Look at the deal that the Sixers asked for, which they knew they were not going to get. You asked for Wiggins, Wiseman. A first this year, a first mm-hmm. next year. Mm-hmm. Y'all wanted a godfather deal for a guy who hasn't proven he's worth the godfather deal. Yep. Yep. So do you understand where I'm coming from? Like you're not gonna, you're not gonna get, you're not gonna get, he's not going nowhere. So what y'all really did was y'all alienated him. And at the same time, y'all didn't go behind closed doors and be like, listen. We ain't really going to try to trade you, but we're going to make the fans happy by making it look like we try to trade you. Like, that's what y'all should have did behind closed doors. But y'all didn't. So now y'all got this kid, and he's still a kid that's 25 in his feelings. And now we're looking at what we're looking at. He's not talking to nobody. He's not taking Embiid's calls. He's not taking Doc's calls. He's not taking nobody from the organization's calls. I told you. And when I, what I tell you, I told you. I'm Ben Simmons. That's y'all. Because y'all should have had my back when the media was coming for me. I told no, him. No. I told no. him. He's he he light-skinned. You know, light can get in their feelings a little too, little too fast. I told you. I said, if I'm Ben Simmons, the way uh, MB threw me under the bus in the interview, I'm not talking to him. I told you it was going to happen. I told you. And I was like, look. I said, what's probably going to happen, he's going to force his way. He's going to force it to the, like a poor AD and force his way out of Philly. To where, like, it's going to be one of them. I feel they don't get nothing done by like preseason. It's going to be a trade deadline type deal. And the, and the Warriors are going to shit. The Warriors are going to get them. I just don't see how they don't, like, how they go to trade Ben Simmons to the Warriors. That's my thing. I don't understand it. Because he I'm can't. Tra- so why is he over there? Like, why is he over there? Because you know what he can do? He can do everything else. I guess, and, but oh Jesus! But you don't need him to shoot in Golden State. Yeah, um, but so you gonna take Draymond's spot? Him and Draymond can play on the floor together. 
Wait, he gonna play the five? He could. He he could play it. Oh my goodness! See now we didn't know. Stop. So now you're thinking like Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr needs to get get with the picture because it's not making sense. It's not making sense. He's great in the open floor. He's great running the floor. He's not great in the half court. You got Steph and Clay for the half court. Reggie, Reggie, you can run down the damn floor and pass the ball to Steph and Clay. You know they on the on the left and right. I can I can do that. So that's all he's needed for. Oh my goodness. Ben need to go somewhere where he could be a star, okay? Because he's about to get like he's not 15. a star. He is so a star. He's not a star. Like let's stop. Like let's cut what? the BS. So, like let's so, cut the. So let's Ben's cut just the a regular, BS. regular schmegler player in the NBA. Dude, listen. He that goes to all. He goes to all star games. He's a top. He's a top three defender. So he's not a star. But, but he's not a star. Like he's not. He's not generational. He's not transitioning. I'm, he's I, no, 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 no. It's levels. It's star. There's superstar. That once in a generation. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll give you. He's okay. a star. He's the lowest level of what we're talking about. He's the lowest tier. He's a star. He's a star. He's the, he's the lowest tier. That's fine. He I'm not saying he's a star. You can't sit yeah. here and say he's the lowest tier. You picked him an all star and he's like, oh, no, he's not a star. Yo, so we, You're but, a like, hater like, because like, of what he like did someone, in Philly. Like, like Let that hate told, go, bro. Like, Let that like hate go. Listen, like someone told me, bums get selected to all star games sometimes too. So it's okay. What bum do you know got selected? We, we can go back to history and look at bums that got selected to All-Star. I'm, I'm, I'm every, really every, every dog has a good day. Listen, he's been on great teams. He plays great defense. He's top three in defense. I get it. But offensively, yeah. he brings – he has no offensive bag whatsoever. I'm there's yeah, not a, I'm a, there's, there's, there's not an offensive what, so that's what, he, So that's the point I'm getting no, at. That's the point like I'm his, getting at. This offensive bag looks like a, a save-a-lot bag. Facts. Facts. I agree. That part I agree with. I'm just saying, so, like, so I don't what really is, see – like, I see him in the Draymond role. So that's why I was saying, like, is Draymond part of this package? Draymond got an offensive bag, though. He could go to the cup. He could, he could shoot from 15 foot. He could shoot the three occasionally. Draymond has an offensive bag. This dude has no offensive bag. Draymond does not. Draymond dunks the ball and lays the ball up. And every does, once but in a he, while, but he, he can, shoot that but he can make, But he can make foul shots. He can hit threes. He can hit a 15-foot jump shot. Does he take them? No, he doesn't take them all the time. And Ben Simmons can hit a 15 shot. 15 where, where? Since when? That Since stupid when? little left hand. The stupid little. That's, that's a runner in the middle of the lane. That's seven no, feet. Bro, that's 15 feet. It's, 15. it's seven feet. It's seven feet. Inside the dotted circle, it's seven feet. Bro, he be outside hitting that little. No, stupid little, uh, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Yes, he did, bro. No, he doesn't. He, doesn't. he wouldn't even shoot. He wouldn't even dunk on Trey Young. In the playoffs. Oh my like, gosh. See, this is where this is where that hate goes. Like, that hate go, like, bro. Like you, you cost us a go. whole series. You cost us a whole series. Hey, we this is we in August. This this gotta <laughs> we gotta let this gotta let this go. Boy, God. Hey, I, listen, we it cost us a whole series. Like I can't let it go. <laughs> I can't let it go. Like, how do you let that go? Like you were supposed to be playing against the Bucks in the in the conference finals. Like, listen, yeah, again. I'm upset they haven't traded him. I've been saying for three years they should have traded him. Everybody was telling me I was wrong, but now everybody's on board. And I'm like, three years ago, I was telling y'all, this guy is not who y'all think he is. I've been no, saying this for the longest. Yeah, no, I will, and uh, one thing we can uh, I probably agree on, and I, I shout out to my dad who's probably watching this episode, and I was saying uh, the team wasn't built around Ben Simmons. The team was Never built was. around Embiid. 
So I was like, when you add Ben Simmons into the mix, he is, don't get me wrong, like you said, he runs transition. He can get and beat the ball in his little sweet spot. He can dish it out to everybody, especially when you have shooters around him. Yeah, but I felt like the team wasn't built around him. No. So that's what I was saying. Like, I feel like Ben Simmons needs a team that's built around him and his, and his strength to make him look good because right now he's in the way. Like he's in the way. way. He's in the way. That's all. He's in the way. Um, yeah, so – we will see what happens going into the season. We'll see what happens with this free agency, everything like that. Uh, we'll see all that stuff coming up. We'll be tracking it and watching it. Um, we're going to talk about Team USA men's. Yeah, uh, sure. So I have to come on record and say that I was wrong. Because in previous episodes, I think it was episode five or four, I said that I didn't think they would medal after the losses. So I will have to say I was wrong. Today is Friday. They play tonight at 1030 in the gold medal game. They can end up with a silver if they lose. They're playing France, who they've lost to the last two times they played them. I don't know if they're going to lose tonight, but I would be worried because France has their number right now. Listen, they've lost the last two times they played France. So we're not going to act like France hasn't beat them. And we're not going to act like they wasn't up by more than 10 in the last game they played France and they collapsed. So we're not going to act like those two things didn't happen. So let's not act like those things didn't happen. But I will say this. If you don't think Kevin Durant is not the best player in the world, you are out your goddamn mind. Because <laughs> how he has took it over in the Olympics, let me tell you, that man is taking over. That man is taking over. I just want to publicly apologize to my viewers. Um <laughs> I, I don't know. He had mental illness or whatever. He forgot. So here you go. Man, like LeBron James. I forgot what? Exist. LeBron James. I didn't, exist. I didn't say he don't. I don't Giannis, I didn't I say the Cooper doesn't exist. Giannis is out of the Olympics. So you just said he's the best player in the world. That's what you just said. Did I, did I stutter when I said it? I've been saying he was the best player for the last three years. So that doesn't change in my mind. What? Even hurt. I said he was the best player in the world. See, that's, so, see, that's why I know that. But I don't know what you drinking on, but boy, God, <laughs> he stop drinking it. Even hurt? Oh, hell no. Nah. You, so you don't think? Hey, now, okay. I will say this. I will say this. We, I know a lot of people in the media world that were saying like, well, KD is like acting like he doesn't want to be here or being him being the vet, quote unquote, on that team, and you need to step up. And I was like, yeah, you know, like it's KD. Mm-hmm. It's, it's him and Dame, honestly. When we think about the team, we think about him and Dame, honestly. And maybe D Book. That's the that's the three people I think about. I think of Team USA right now. I'm thinking, I'm thinking about like, Jason. Hey. I think about Jason Tatum too. Nah. I don't know how you don't so, think about Jason Tatum. No, because this is his first time on this level. Okay. Thinking, okay. That, that's why that's why I'm going. So my thing with KD is like, hey, like KD, you need to take over, which we know you can. You're literally a walking bucket. Do he your did. thing. And, and yes. And exactly. So right. So don't get me wrong. Um He's the best player on the, in the planet offensively. When I talk about all-around game, it still will be LeBron James. Until LeBron James is tired, it's a wrap. Okay. Okay. No, I mean, that's your Offensively, that's ain't nobody touching KD. That's a fact. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Shout out to, okay, shout out to Steph. Shout out to Steph because he isn't mm-hmm. stopping when he get high. But KD seven feet, bro. <laughs> like, I can't really get around the fact that he's seven feet tall doing this. Like, that, that's the only thing. But okay. offensively, yeah, KD is the best like offensive player on the planet. But let's be real, off Olympics, bro. It's too it's too easy to play in the Olympics, bro. 
I think it's easy to play in the Olympics, but I ain't going okay. It's actually, I think the rules and the way the game is played in the Olympics is suffered in the league. So I, I will say as far as the touchy-touchy fouls or whatever, that don't happen. So they got to bang like they back in Rutgers or something, you know what I'm saying? They got to so, bang like they back in the day. Yeah, yes. so like, so that's the part I do like. And like, once they get it, that's why I said like these young bulls that be playing or whatever, I'm like, they ain't ready yet because KD's already been there. So he already know how to take over a game and do what he needs to do. And then once KD gets going, it, it, as you've seen in these Olympics, it's been a wrap. So that's what I was saying more so like, hey, we just need to keep the, the same winning formula. I don't feel like France has that number. I feel like the Team USA gave that game away. So that's why okay. I said they don't have our number. I feel like they about to ball out. This uh, this gold medal. It's a gold medal game. I want to see what Rudy Gobert does because you know what I'm saying like everybody's Listen. like, oh, because they got Rudy. Oh my God, Rudy. Rudy about so, to get the. I mean, I go back to what I said last time when they played them. What they did was they they went two bigs. They went to double bigs. They went two bigs, and they forced Team USA into bad matchups on the defensive end. But I think. The team USA can win this game. I think they're they are the more talented team. Hands down, they're the more talented team. So I do say they could win. My question is, will they win? That's what we got to figure out here. Oh uh, yeah, I'm, I'm big. I'm this one. I, I got go. I got USA going gold. Um, unlike yourself, I definitely chose the USA to at least medal. It wouldn't be USA with all them players. I, I expect them at least to get bronze, like bronze. <laughs> like, Listen, I, I was worried. Wrong. I, no, no, no. It, so for all the people, and you're not the only one, for all the people that were worried, I was worried a little bit. But I just like at least like with the talent that they had, they would at least get bronze. And you see, remember we talked about Greg Popovich didn't, but not it's not coaching Spurs basketball anymore. So that's the big thing. So that's the big thing. Right, 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 right. So because he's not coaching that anymore, I feel like now he can to go in like every like Christian KD, he can play his game. They can play the way they want to. They want to now. And Dame has been better. Like him and KD have been like golden. So shout out to them, man. They really like after pop, hey, do what you do. And they've been playing the way they need to play. And so boom. Team USA go tonight. It happens. We celebrate. Oh yeah. So we're gonna talk mental health for a second. We're gonna talk about Simone Biles and oh, her yeah, yeah, yeah. keeping on this yeah, Olympic yeah. topic. Um, I'm proud of what she did. I believe that she did the right thing, taking her mental health first. I believe that was more important than any game. You got to be in the right mindset to be able to do these things that she does on the floor, on the in gymnastics period. Excuse me, I'm battling that cough, so I'm starting to get starting to get all jokey because my throat's starting to itch again. But um, yeah, so I believe she did the absolute right thing, and more people should put their mental health first before anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I felt like same thing. Uh, starting with Brandon Marshall back in 2011, a lot of people don't remember Brandon Marshall when he came out and he did his mental uh, mental awareness thing. Um, but I just came into the army and they had pushed that narrative in the army as well. And uh, so I always like when people was talking about mental health in the African-American community, we don't really talk about it as much. Like, I remember when I told my mom about stress when I was 14, 15 years old, she told me to go to bed and drink water. So like that was the thing. <laughs> like 
that was the thing. Like, we don't really go to for therapists. We don't really talk about like our, our mental uh, whatever. Um, I always say it's like with Simone Biles, like she is great and she's young. So like whenever she steps out on that floor, a lot is expected. And we just think because she's trained physically that mentally she's just supposed to like go out there and perform, but she's still human. And I felt like that was like for her just to come out and say like, no. Um, and I don't know how true it was for them to when they were coming out and they were saying like uh, they were changing the rules because of her. I don't know how that true that was or whatever, but um, even parts with that, is true. Parts yeah, is parts true. of it, yeah, parts of it. Um, but I was saying like with hearing that and hear the noise and the chatter and all that good stuff, it was like for her to come out and just like, hey, look, my mental comes first on the biggest stage which is the Olympics, Every the world literally is watching. And you come out and say, look, I'm not doing this because I need to take care of me first. I thought that was key. And like, hats off to her. I'm proud of her. Uh, I think she just got back to the States today, uh, I think. So, um, but yeah, uh, I'm just like proud of what she did. And uh, I hope a lot of more athletes pay attention to mental health and mental awareness or whatever, because I think it's key. I think we just got to remember that people are human. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, moving right along on the clock here. We're going to talk about this AFC South. That's who we're talking about this week. We're going to get into the NFL. Let's talk about the AFC South. And we're going to talk a little bit about that preseason game last night. I mean, I don't, it ain't too much to talk about. It's preseason. Cowboys look as horrible as they always do. Um, Pittsburgh didn't look too good either. But the AFC South, uh, you know, you have Jacksonville, who had the number one pick. You have the Houston Texans. You have the Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. And who's the last team in that division? Is the last team the Colts? The Texans. I said the Texans already. Oh, so, yeah, the Colts. The Colts, Colts right. yeah, yeah. The last team was the Colts, um, which I've never understood why they're in the AFC South when they're in the North. But – NFL and their their way they divide things up is crazy. Um, two weeks ago, I would have had the Colts winning this division, but things have changed with their quarterback situation. And the guy, I don't know why you pumping your fist if you're an Eagles fan. It's not that is the worst. Like you, like a lot of Eagles fans kill me right now because you know what you needed. 75% of games. If he's out 12 weeks, that doesn't happen. Oh, and that yeah. first round, that first round pick is gone. Okay, so we can still get somebody in the second round. So the reason why I'm doing like this is because people like you have like, oh, we should have kept him. Oh my gosh. And like once again, he's proven to be injured. That's why I love the they fact. had three people go down for the same injury. That was their field. That wasn't that's 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 horrible. That's horrible when you have three guys go down for the Don't same make exact excuses injury. for him being a freaking made of glass. No, right. he, he, he injured his foot. Yo, two of his linemen and him all went down from the same foot injury, stepping on the same spot on their field. Oh, okay. so a, so that's right. that's 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 just him being injury prone. He has got bad luck. You're right. We just talking about the bad luck. Carson Wentz has bad luck. Thankfully, <laughs> that luck is no longer on the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. Because God, you can feel how you want to feel. You can feel how you want to feel. Listen, Eve. listen. I swear, I can't wait for this season to start because if this team don't don't blow 
and I hate to talk about the Eagles right now because we already talked about them. But if that team, let me say this, I'm gonna say this on here. I want this on record. If that team ain't a 9-10 win team, I swear I'm giving all y'all hell. If that boy don't look like the next coming of uh, so Warren I have a question. Moon, a I have a question. No, shut the hell up. Let me talk. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> if he don't look like the next coming of the greatest black quarterback ever. Listen, I promise you, I'm going to have so much to say. So I would have rebuttal and I would say my thing is one, I feel uh, like I mm-hmm. feel like Jalen Hurts is going to have a good season. They don't, don't even want to like, name him the starter. They don't even want to name him the starter. Of course they don't. They want to have some type of, you know how, come on. Uh, you know how I'm about to say it. Nick, first of all, I don't know where yo, Nick Sirianni's on right now. Yo, if he, they, he don't have if a backup named, quarterback. Listen, <laughs> don't have Joe, if he named Joe Flacco the starter, bro. I, I would not be an Eagles fan of where I bro, promise. I'd be like, Nick, what are you doing, bro? Like, yo, <laughs> like, what? Oh, but anyway, I would say I feel like the Eagles offensively are going to be way better. I still don't think they're going to have a good record. I just feel like because there's too many, like the defense to me is a big question mark. Even though we addressed it, I just feel like our, our defense offensively, if our offensive line stays healthy, not going to work. But if we, uh, I don't know. But anyway, back to the AFC, AFC South. I'm sorry. Right. But yeah, but, <laughs> let's get back on time, man. Honestly, I have the Titans winning this. Yeah, division. I got uh, right now. I got the Titans winning the division. They are when the they best picked up Julio, it was a done deal for me. I'm sorry. When they picked up Julio, it was a wrap. It was done. They got AJ Brown on one side. You got Julio on the other side. Yeah, Derrick Henry ran out the middle. But I can be quarterback on that team. Okay, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bro, like that was a nice little pickup. Now I will say the Jaguars, Duval, uh, they definitely gonna step up. I believe. Now listen, like now, if if everything I read is correct, and they make this trade for Zach Ertz this week, like if they make the trade with the Eagles for Zach Ertz, I think they're going to be even more better because I know the Eagles still want to move Zach Ertz, even though he's uh-huh. in training camp and he's there. Um, all reports are saying is that Jacksonville wants to make that trade with the Eagles to get him down there to give uh, Trevor Lawrence a bona fide target in the middle of the field. Bro, he has, man, look, so I say that, honestly, I want to see how Urban Meyer, you know what I'm saying? Coaches at the NFL level, yeah. yeah. You had mentioned it earlier, and I was like, that's, don't get me wrong, I love Urban, I'm a big, big Urban Meyer fan. It's like Nick Saban and Urban Meyer, like, that's why I love Urban Meyer. So I really want to see how he does in the NFL, and if he does anything, anything, takes anything out of Dabo Sweeney's playbook. Let me tell you something, because I'm a Trevor Lawrence fan, and then I'm a Travis Etienne fan, too. I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a sneaky Clemson fan, okay? So I want to uh, see that boy. I want to see that boy. Go. I'm a bandwagon on that, but I ain't going to flex. I'm a bandwagon. Since Tom Watson took over, yeah. I, I've been yeah. Gotcha. Uh, but I really want to see Trevor Lawrence do well. I feel like he's going to be rookie of the year. Unless uh, my boy, Dev- Devontae Smith, if he can freaking stay healthy. I know you've seen that report. Oh! Oh, yeah, we're gonna talk about somebody who ain't healthy right now, like, bro, bro, all the people. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, I ain't gonna do that to you. I ain't gonna do that to you. I ain't gonna do that to you. That's my boy. I, I, I know, man, I know. I was like, what? Yeah, Even everybody was tagging me in that. I've been talking a whole bunch of noise about the bunch right, of shit. right? So everybody was tagging me on Facebook and Instagram <laughs> and stuff. And I was like, come on, man. 
But yeah, I need yeah. Devontae Smith to do well. I need uh but I think Trevor Lawrence, he's gonna run away with he's just naturally gifted. Like, he's, he's like naturally, I, he's Andrew, naturally gifted. Andrew Luck, bro. Like uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think hard. I think they'll I think they'll probably finish last this year. But I don't it's think they'll improve from last year though. They yeah, it's like gonna be won, like one or two games. <laughs> like, yeah, so it's definitely gonna be an improvement. I think Tennessee will probably win a division. I think the Colts will still be second. And I think the Texans will be third or last. Like, it'll be a race between them two who finish in last. Because I don't think just Deshaun Watson is going to be playing for, te- for the Texans. Yeah, you heard, I, don't think I know. You've seen that report. I know you did. You're an Eagles fan. You've seen the report. Hey, that was crazy. I was like, Lord Jesus, no. Oh, so, I don't need see, him. I don't want him right now. I just want to know. But then that goes back to my whole thing. Then what faith did they really have in the kid? So that's why you seen the Eagles say they halted it. So that's, probably, yeah. that's what I'm saying. So they're like they halted it because like they literally. So this is if I'm an Eagles fan, am I an Eagles uh, off in front of office? Right? They were like they halted it because they know it's gonna look bad if you trade Bro. away Carson Wentz for Jalen Hurts. That's what you did. I don't care what right. they said. That's what you did. That's what you did. And so you meant to tell me you give Jalen Hurts the reins of the, the, of the franchise just to trade for, him for three months. For three months. Exactly. So that's they knew they were look bad. So they're like, nah, nah, dead that real quick. However, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson over Jalen Hurts. I'll take I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. I love you. I love you, Jalen, but you gotta go, bro. I'll be happy with that. I'll be happy with that. But yeah, I'm I'm with you though, as far as the records. I feel like Tennessee Titans, and then I had uh the Colts. I had the Texans last. I had the Jaguars. There was third. Okay, yeah. And then I had the Texans last just because I, I don't feel like they're going to do nothing. I've had the like, number one overall draft pick next year, drafting Sam Howell out of North okay. Carolina. Okay. So, uh, that's, yeah. that's what I'm going with. That's what I'm going with. Uh, so moving right along on the clock, we're going to touch on some music. We don't, we're not a music podcast, but we're going to touch on some music today. We talk about everything and anybody. So what's up? <laughs> so we're going to talk first about Versus. Let's talk about oh, versus. Oh, yeah. I told you the locks, bro. I told you. Hey, I was like, Jada. Oh, shoot. Jada by himself won the versus show. Listen, hey, I, I, and this is how I knew he was going to win the versus, right? So I had to watch it in his entirety. So like, I'm right. getting ready for work or whatever, and I'm blasting <laughs> the joint. And he comes out, and he just stands still while Styles P and them are going crazy. I'm like, oh, it's about to go. Y'all don't know, like, and the fact that he had the active, he activated the butters though. Did you did you see the yes. butters on his feet? <laughs> hey, so I'm like, hey, like y'all don't know, man. Look, true, and I was true, and I was telling true. people, I was like, people that laughing at me, like, you too deep in the trenches. Why are you going with the lock? I said it's because everybody got on that dip set train, but y'all forgot. I said I gotta play all about the Benjamins, and then the crowd will go crazy. That's it. That's the end but of the here's 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 was what was the end for me. And I'm gonna be honest. This was this was the end for me. First song they played was "F You." That was the end of the show for me. Disrespectful. That was it. Yeah. I was done. I was like, "Oh shoot!" And like crazy, first song. I was like, you know, the crazy part is, so everybody knows, uh, everybody that knows T is T is from the West Coast, right? Mm-hmm. So she knew not one song that was oh, played. Man. I knew about. I that didn't know so about word. I right. knew it because of the beat or when they're trying to play. I'm like, oh, yo, that's crazy. I haven't heard that song in a minute. 
Right. I was like, the locks have been out like from the 90s or whatever. Young, yes. the young Jada. So I was like, and the crazy part is <laughs> when I was growing up, my older brother, shout out to Stan, SP, SP the ghost. That's why he got the, t- he d- imitated Jada Kiss. So that's why okay. I'm, I'm kind of biased when it comes to Because he dressed you. like Jada. I dressed like him. So, like, it was so crazy because I was like, right. everything the locks did, like, like I say, he got his nickname from them and everything. Yeah. So, like, right. it was crazy. Like, I was screaming D block at like eight. So, I didn't know what I was talking about, but I was screaming D block at like eight years old. Like, so I was like, man, it's crazy. Like, a lot of people really don't know. And it's like, I feel like the like, younger New Yorkers that were in the crowd, they were going hard for dipstick. I was like, Y'all don't, when they were playing Killer Cam and nobody got hype, I'm like, but y'all sick right now because right, Killer yeah, Cam was actually a banger, but so nobody was, was like really feeling it but because it, it also was the, the downfall of the Dipset also was their their lineup and how they played their music. Oh yeah, absolutely. like like the locks came in very prepared. Like Jada already knew how verses went, so he put them right in order of the way they should have did it. Like they hey. they were. They 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 won that easily. Hey, when he came out and he called them out for not knowing their own lyrics, lyrics and then he put yeah. that freestyle joint, not the yes. freestyle, but he did the joint acapella. Yeah. Hey, look, I was like telling people, I was like, see, Jada old school. Okay. Yo, so, when Jada when, when Joel said to Jada, y'all ain't got nothing for the ladies, and Jada looked at everybody was like, he had played a concert for him. He played a concert for him. I'm over here. I was in here jamming. I'm like, oh, I forgot. Boy, yeah. you know what? Y'all got it. Yeah, Y'all it was it. it was vicious how that went down. That that somebody should have threw the white towel in early on that one. Man, um, right, straight Rocky style. So today we were supposed to have a three-headed monster today in the form of Nas, Mr. West, mm-hmm. and Drake. But we only mm-hmm. got Nas. We only mm-hmm. got Nas today. Mr. I West did it. another no, Mr. West did another one of them listening parties last night at midnight. Yeah, I'm trying. On Apple Music. And it was, listen, the project that he played last night sounded a little bit different than the project he played last week. Listen, I don't know what he really doing, but I saw the pre-order for the for the album. I saw the track list, 24 songs. I ain't had a 24 song album in forever. Listen here. I bought the pre-order. I'm on the pre-order <laughs> list. I'm waiting for it to drop. I'll have it. I will be listening to it, and I will give y'all a hell of a review about it. I'm going to give y'all a review about Nas right now. That Nas album, something different. I like, told I you. Like it. I told you. The Lauryn Hill you. verse. I Lauren told you. <laughs> that was Ooh. the first joint I listened to this morning. Lauryn Hill verse. That EMPD track, though? Yeah. Yeah. That joint is crazy. And That's I think, crazy. honestly, for real, like, and this is like the kind of show people maturity. I don't feel like a lot of people can yeah. Nas and appreciate it. Nah. So, that, so that's what I was like. Nas wasn't for everybody because I didn't really hear. It. I don't know if about you. I didn't really hear a lot of people talk about Nas except like older. I people. mean, I mean, I mean, I'm in that age group where we talked about Nas because I'm, I remember Illmatic. I remember his first album, which is a, a work of art. So, you know, he's in that he's in that GOAT category for me. Like, he's in that he's in that top 10, top five greatest of all time rappers for me. Um, so, you know, like when like when Jay said the line, who's the greatest MCs, Biggie, Jay-Z, or Nas, like, that's a real, that's a real, that's a real thing to me. 
Like, and he really is in that list. Like, and this touches into our next topic about uh, 90s hip hop versus 2000s hip hop and top fives. Like, that was our next topic. Anyway, so this is all a great segue. Don't look like that. You forgot about that part, huh? <laughs> no, I can't we're... prepare, but I just don't <laughs> like it. I kind of feel like I dug myself in the hole. And this was your topic. So, but you know, and so this touches on what I wanted to talk about, which was what Jamel Hill said on the shop. I don't know if you caught that. So what she said was, was that top fives need to change because we live in our emotions about the past, but there's new people out here doing great things that deserve to be in top fives. And she compared it to like the NBA conversation with Brian and Jordan saying like, you know, everybody says Jordan's the GOAT, but doesn't Brian deserve to be in that conversation or even above him now for all he's done in the league? Again, to me, my goal will always be MJ. I could be emotionally invested. I don't. I don't really care how people feel about that. No, I don't not care. You. Not you. No. <laughs> I don't really care how people feel about that. Like if people could say, "Oh, well, he played against. He didn't play against as much athleticism. He played in a slower league." You can say all that stuff you want. You can say all that stuff you want. All that. But he played against greats, though. He played against greats. He played uh, against yeah. greats. Of course, yeah, yeah. And he stopped a lot of greats from from even touching the sniffing a ring. Yeah, okay, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like, like dudes didn't like dudes didn't win when he was in. Like yeah, they didn't get it. Yeah. They didn't get a W when he was in. Like, right, right. When yeah. he went on his run, like when he mm-hmm. got there and he got on his run. Nobody got a ring unless he took time oh, off. So you said, see, see, this is boy. We're going. <laughs> Because you said when he got on his run, not when he, he came got, into the league, right? No, because he everybody's got to go through the growing pains. Ah, that's what it was. Okay. Everybody's got to go through the growing pains. Because I think because we judged LeBron when he came in 03 and 04. No, I don't, I don't judge that. To, I don't when judge he went that. to 07 I, and got swept when he had second I don't, player. Oh, 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 I don't even judge <laughs> that. But hold on. But what happened after that? Because he got there. He got to the he got to the summit, right? So you get to the summit, but then you can't get back until you go to Miami. So let's be real. Who the team he playing with? Wait, 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 and then when you got to Miami the first year, you couldn't close the door. You now, got to the finals and lost. I'm not. I'm not. And not listen, listen, and I tell everybody this hold, on, this. hold on. So hold on. I'm not. I'm not defending that. I see. I feel everybody. Everybody will always love to point out the 2011 meltdown, and I agree. I say like that. I don't get as far as skip as the biggest meltdown of any super. So I don't feel it was a meltdown. I honestly feel like him and LeBron, him and D Wade. Could have figured out who was gonna be one A and one B. No, you take it. No, you take it. Hey, that's something personal. He has to live it for the rest of his life because he choked. I, I say that. I always say that he choked. However, comma, if we're talking about because we talk about finals, how he every time he gets to the final, he goes there. Well, it was like eight, nine years straight he went there, and he only got what three. So the issue I had with some of those, one, it was like the. <laughs> The one to the two, he went back to back. LeBron was in his prime. He had that three point shot. He was killing people. 
it was a time in, in his career where we were like, hey, leave LeBron well, you, open. Well, listen, well, you know he only should have won one of them actually in Miami. But we're going to leave that alone. Come on, come on, Skip. Come on, Skip. Come on. We're going to leave Ray that alone. Allen saved his career? Really? That's what we're going to do? Because we got John Paxson and Steve Curry that saved Jordans, right? They didn't, save. they didn't save. They knocked down shots. They knocked down wide open shots. And that's what, and that's what Ray Allen did. No, Ray that's Allen. Ray. Ray, who took the shot before that? Who took the shot before that that missed? That caused that rebound? No, hold on. Hold on. No, 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 LeBron took the shot and missed. missed. But did he, he not? But did, but did he, he not? It. But did he not make the same shot before? No, no, no. You know whose fault that is? You know whose fault that is? They got that rebound. You know whose fault that is? They got that rebound. Whose fault is it? Greg, stupid Popovich. You want to know why? Because you took Tim took Duncan. You took mm-hmm. Tim Duncan off the floor. If you don't take Tim Duncan off the floor, y'all go back oh. to back. Man, where well, there's so many what uh, what is so, again? Oh, like I goodness. said, like I said. Again, like I said, people got rings on his watch. Oh, people! Okay. People got rings on his watch. Hmm. Okay. When he was when he was finals every year, hmm. people got rings on his watch. Did they? Did oh. they not? Did, didn't Kawhi get a Finals MVP in his face? It's never shouldn't deserve. Didn't deserve it. But what? so you get you get Finals MVP for playing great defense now. Yo, That's and it. he was their leading scorer. No, he wasn't. Not he wasn't the leading scorer. He got it for playing good defense on LeBron. So no, same as Iguodala. Iguodala got it for playing great defense on him and Kawhi. Man, him and Kawhi got it for playing good defense on LeBron. Okay. Everybody knows that. Okay, that's so, fine. Like, but the, Tim Duncan was the guy on that team still, as he was like hundred years old. Let's not sit and, here and act like Kawhi. And did the, so I'm just wondering: Do people get rings on his watch? Mm-hmm. Every year he's been in the finals. People have gotten rings on his watch, right? Mm-hmm. So that's all I want to know. So because I, Jordan, so because Jordan went six and zero. That's your argument because he went six and zero in the when, finals. When he when he got there, so when he got six and zero in the finals, that's why. That's that's that's, that's your argument. We, we that's, gotta, I, I that, right that's all I'm asking. You that's your it. argument. You that's your it. argument because you here's the thing: it. because everybody that like pumps his Jordan train, I I feel like you have short term memory. And that's the only I issue I have. I don't. Because I, I don't like, have the man came memory. in 1984 and then it went to 1991. So between those times, it was 1981 so, or, so, or 1982? So 85, to be correct. He came in the 85 draft. So let's, let's, number one, let's start there. So let's start there. He did three years of college. So let's start there. So, so. let's, let's start, let's start you there. First of all, he was in the 85 draft with him and Barkley. That's number one. So now let's go here. Jordan got drafted in 1984, sir. Kim Olajuwon went number one. 84. We'll go 84. We'll, we'll, we'll go 84. Use. Okay, so he's drafted at 84. Mm-hmm. He went to the worst team in basketball. Okay. A team that was called the Traveling Cokeheads. Mm. Mm. Oh! Mm. He's the best player on the Traveling Cokeheads. Mm-hmm. One rookie of the year. Did everything he could to take that team to the playoff in his second year with a broken foot. Oh man, that's crazy. I'm so I'm sorry. Oh yeah, we forget, we got selective memory when it comes to MJ, right? Yeah, he broke his foot. Did, go ahead. But so did he not go against the one of the greatest teams ever in the Boston Celtics? A three-headed oh. monster. 
don't don't do that. You're gonna hurt your argument. Don't go there. You know, you Brown fans like to say that about Golden State. So I just want to point that out. You Brown fans like to say that about Golden State. Bro, they said Do you know what the Lakers record? I mean, you know, you know what Boston's record were during that during that time? Boston was a Boston was a sixty-eight win team. They was the first team to be close to seventy. They had the greatest greatest record. Listen, hold up, hold up. They had the greatest record before the Bulls got the greatest record. Okay. So what did did Jordan do? What did Jordan do? Jordan Jordan went seventy-two and ten and won the final. He won. He won. Seventy-two and ten. No, 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 no. Remember the greatest team in basketball. Remember the greatest team in basketball. What happened? The greatest team in basketball is the Chicago is the Chicago Bulls team, right? The greatest team in basketball, nine, baby. <laughs> they didn't and win nine. it all, though. They didn't win it all, so they're not the greatest team. <laughs> hey, no, nah, so, I'm just messing with you. No, 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 I'm just messing with you. I still love my 72. Like, no, that, that team is the greatest one because they didn't win the chip. My Shit. thing is that argument that everybody says about how they had the Celtics, then they had the bad boy Pistons, and everybody's saying dominant teams. So Two here's my thing. Teams. I will say, and this is this is where the argument everybody says LeBron played thing. in the East. He played in the East where nobody was dominant. Nobody was dominant. Okay, so my, Look at my the argument. The, here's the argument though. Like one would change, like uh, Shaq. This, I love Shaq. Shaq always says it best. Like the reason why LeBron's not really looked at as the greatest because he didn't play in the big boy era, and I, I that part, however, comma. I will say this: Everybody saying LeBron couldn't play in the big boy era. I'm sorry. I've never said that. I'm about to say. I'm about to say. I'm sorry to disappoint anybody. He's soft, but I didn't say. I didn't say he couldn't play. I'm about to say the man is six nine and two sixty. If he wasn't banging with somebody, he was somebody's gonna get hurt messing with with LeBron. I'd say that because remember Jordan had to beef up to play with them other boys, so it's not to sit there and act like. But But I will say this: for Jordan not to even scratch a finals until he got Pippen. But you, you can't do it by yourself, and that's proven because that's I'm the talking. same argument you make for LeBron, though. No, 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 Everybody I'm makes talking. that same argument. I, for I agree. No, 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 you, you can't help. make that argument for Jordan and say, Oh, he only won when he got with Pippen. Well, Brown only won when he got with D Wade. I agree. No, I'm not. I'm never. I and Brown is with, only one when he got with Kyrie, and Brown is only one when he got with AD. Let's, let's put that, let's put that around. Kyrie only won when he got with LeBron. LeBron just went home. LeBron just went home. No, 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 yeah, yeah. Because what happened when Kyrie wasn't there? He lost the two finals. He lost one. But he went to the final. What happened to Kyrie? Kyrie got hurt. He got hurt. So hold on. So again, this goes back to what I'm saying. See, everybody don't want to look at that point because when y'all pointed out about Jordan, y'all want to say, oh, he had Pippen all the time. That's why he won. Well, Brown always needed a co-star to win too. So are we going to create not create the narrative that because Jordan was a GM. I don't know if anybody knows that, but Jordan was a GM. How when the GM didn't like him? So listen, hold on. Here, here it is. Uh, even though Jerry Calandra, I think that's his name, right? I might Jerry Krause. Jerry Krause. Jerry Krause, not Calandra. That's the USA Olympics. But yeah, yeah, Krause. Krause didn't like Jordan or whatever because he Jordan was above the team. I'm sorry to say it, but he was above the team. <laughs> he was Jordan, right? So the issue I had was like everybody like well, LeBron's a GM. LeBron has the IQ Le- of LeBron is the greatest GM ever. So my thing is like, ain't no GM a better like a better GM than LeBron. So exactly. at this point, so at this point, I yeah, I'm gonna pick my team, and it's gonna help me the best thing to win. Because at the point, if he would have stayed in Cleveland his whole career, he probably would have only won two chips. That's real. Yo, I don't That's argue real. that point. I don't argue that point. I'm not saying you're not right. 
So don't I, I don't like the act like always. Oh, well, but I don't like uh, I don't like the narrative that people try to make that Jordan needed Pippen like LeBron didn't need help everywhere he's went to win. I feel like he just. I feel like he played the game at this point. Like when you in the game, and every, like literally at this but point. But what has time, happened when? What has happened when he hasn't had that person there? He's lost. But he, he hasn't. Made, so, oh, so listen, listen, no, because oh, he lost into oh, the. Oh, oh, oh. I don't, I don't get that. No, no, like, no, no. He lost listen, in the final? listen. What I'm about to say. Listen, what I'm about to say. What happened when he didn't have AD this year? What round did he lose in? The first for the first time in his Ooh. career. So wait a minute. Wait, hold on. Listen to what I'm about to say because I want you to hear me out. Don't make the faces. Just listen. I'm listening. I'm Don't listening. listen to react. Actually hear what I'm saying. Okay. Look at everywhere he's lost at. Look at every time he's lost. Okay. Besides the Miami time with D-Wade. Take mm-hmm. that away. It's okay. the only time he lost where he had a co-star that was a valued co-star. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. His his first time in my his first time in Orlando. There was no value co-star there. He lost. He was losing in the playoffs without a co-star in Cleveland because he because lo- they didn't have nobody. Mm-hmm. They didn't get they didn't get him a second player to play with. Hmm. He gets to Miami. Him and him and Wade win. Mm-hmm. Him and Wade win. Mm-hmm. You go back to Cleveland. You get two other co-stars to play with you now. The first year, they both get hurt. You lose. Okay. You come back the next year against 73 and 9. They're both there. What happens? Because you have a co-star, you win. So what does 73 and 9 do? They go get another demon. Because they knew they couldn't beat y'all three, so they go get a demon to be the fourth player. Now they got a four to beat your three. And they beat you back-to-back years. And what happened? The second, the second year, because Kyrie wasn't there the second year, they lost. He didn't have a second star again. And they got swept. You see what my point is? If he what happened the first year in LA? Didn't make the finals, right? Why didn't they make the finals? Because Brian didn't have no second star there with him. They go get AD. They go to the finals. They win it. AD gets hurt this year. They get out in the first round. He can't win without a second star. He can't win without somebody else there. That's the same point everybody tries to make about Jordan. It's the same thing with Ron. So, and what, so literally what I was trying to say is that you're literally helping my argument when I say, like, stop creating the narrative that LeBron has started this whole playing with the superstar thing because it's been done since Magic and freaking uh, Kareem. Like it's been done. Where? Because Magic was drafted there. Like again, you're talking about people who were drafted somewhere. Kareem, Kareem got was, traded from the championship winning but, Bucks but, to play on the Lakers. But Kareem, but Kareem was there before Magic got there. Okay, but still, my thing. So is, no, 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 no. You can't table that. You can't uh, table that and say, oh no, it's because Kareem got tra- Kareem was already there before Magic got there. Who so was they, there? So they had the it's number drafted. one. Exactly. So they drafted. They drafted. Okay, so 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 LeBron leaves Cleveland. They drafted Kyrie. He goes back, and now he's super, he's teamed up with oh, the oh, 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 oh. Did he did he did he leave? He left, right? He left. He left. He left. Did they not trade for Kevin Love? Who's when LeBron the got there. Oh, when LeBron oh, got oh, there. Answer, Mike. There's there's no there's no trying to create a narrative. Answer. There's a yes or no. 
Did they trade for Kevin Love? Because who they drafted was Andrew Wiggins. So they traded Wiggins on draft night for Kevin Love. They definitely it definitely was after draft night. It was was draft night. It was draft night. The only reason why I remember it was after draft night because they couldn't get the trade done on draft night. He was a Cleveland Cavalier for like three, four days. He was was okay. It was definitely. I'm just saying. I'm saying he never put a Cleveland uniform on. No, he never played a Cleveland game. What I'm saying. Okay, so again, they traded. Already came. LeBron had already came that summer before the draft. He had already made the call that they needed to trade for Kevin Love when he was coming back. They said trade the number one overall pick to get Kevin Love. To get Kevin. Hey, he said he wanted Kevin Love. So here's the thing. All right, so So, all right, let's take it back. Let's take it back. Let's take it back. Since everybody's saying like. LeBron did it right because I'm a Laker fan. I'm a, I'm a Laker fan. I'm a Laker Boston fan. drafted right. Boston drafted right. Boston drafted their big three right. Not not the not the later big three. Not the not the Paul Pierce. I'm talking about Bird, McHale, and Parrish. The winning big three. I, I don't. I don't think so. I don't know. Parrish. Did McHale come from the Trailblazers over, or did he go to no, the Trailblazers after? No, McHale was drafted by Boston. McHale okay. was drafted. I don't know. Uh, Luke Walt, uh, Luke, uh, Bill Walton came from the Trailblazers to them. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And he wasn't part of the big three. He was old and washed by that time. His knees was bad. He was just on the bench, being a big mm. man, being a reserve. Mm. You look yeah. at the Pistons. The Pistons drafted, but everybody. yeah, they did. They drafted everybody but Mark Aguirre, who they traded for. Yeah, Mark yeah. Aguirre is the only person they traded for. But that team was built. Same thing with the Bulls. That team was built. They drafted Pippen. They traded for him on draft night. They knew they wanted Scotty in that draft, and they made that trade with Seattle. Scotty was supposed to be a super signer. He wasn't supposed to be a bull. Hmm. But the Bulls knew what they wanted. So they made that deal on draft night to get Scotty. So the point then, is hold on, where... hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me go, finish. Ahead, go ahead, Rick. Go ahead. So when you, when you draft that way, mm-hmm. look at Golden State. That's all drafted besides when they went to go get KD. The first championship, that's all drafted players, right? It's a drafted team, except for the finals MVP, who was a guy they acquired to give them leadership because they had a bunch of young guys. Mm. But he wasn't the star. The stars were Steph, Clay, and Draymond. Mm. He left where he was at. He came back after he got his rings and he learned how to win sitting next to D-Wade, as they say. That's the quote, right? He learned. He went down to Miami to learn how to win from Pat Riley and them. Mm-hmm. Another Laker, another Laker guy, right? Because mm-hmm. Pat is the guy. Mafia Pat is the guy. Yeah. So when we talk about it, when I talk about Brian, I don't have a dislike for Brian. I think Brian is the best player of this generation, hands down. Do I think mm-hmm. he's over Kobe? No, I don't think he's over Kobe either. But mm-hmm. a lot of people like to put him there. A lot of people like to put him in that one spot. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how you skip Kobe. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. But you're just doing that because you're just saying he should be at the top of the list. No, so <laughs> I, I don't want you. I know you probably heard a lot of things and you probably want to misquote me. I'm saying I don't like the narrative I don't like about LeBron is that LeBron is like, oh, like he's the GOAT or whatever. I feel like when his career is over, he he will probably be the GOAT. That, that's that's my thing. I've always said that his career is not over. So I can't say here, like, based on what you've done, you're the GOAT because you're not finished yet. So you, you can four, win. What do you got four rings or you got five? Now? You got he, four, got, he got four. He got four. So he's still so behind he, Kobe, right? He's still behind Kobe, right? Exactly. He got he got four wins and six losses, right? Yeah. I, I don't understand so, how you go. So, so that's the thing. Like we, it's so funny that 
legit Jerry West is the logo, but he has a losing finals record. I don't understand it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like because it's legit, the reason why everybody hates LeBron is because LeBron self proclaimed himself as being the chosen one. Let's keep it up. He didn't call himself the chosen one. No. He has a tattoo on his back. What are that's you talking after, about? That's after ESPN wrote that on the magazine. Hey, no, 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 no. You, I promise you, LeBron came into the league in 03 with the chosen one on his back. His high school Sports Illustrated magazine cover says he the put chosen it on his one. back. He, t- he took it and he okay. decided to wear the number 23. Like, you can't sit here and put a target on your back like that and say, I'm the, I'm the chosen one. I got a tattoo on my back and I'm wearing number 23 and say, n- and I don't think people are going to judge you extra. Like, come on. <laughs> Come on, that's like me calling myself the Black Mamba. You know, people like really you're the next Kobe. Like that's on that's what I'm saying. Like LeBron put the target on his back, so he deserves all the criticism. What I'm saying is, I feel like everybody discredited his stats. Or, so is or, is he the goat? No, nah. Kobe's the goat. I'm always gonna say that. I always say Kobe's the goat. Sorry, this generation or the goat overall? I say he's the goat overall. I personally, and this is not just discredit discredit Jordan. Jordan six and zero. Never to be disputed. People wear his shoes or whatever. I, like, look, but for me personally, I fell in love with the basketball and I did because everything. Because of Kobe Bryant. Because of Kobe Bryant. Gotcha. So gotcha. He's always going to be the greatest of all time for me, regardless of what people say about Jordan. I didn't fall in love with Jordan. Fuck. I mean, excuse me. I didn't really care about Space Jam and him and the monsters. I didn't give a fuck personally. Uh, by the time I started watching basketball, Le- 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 Jordan had just won and he retired. And he came back in 03. Meanwhile, Shaq and Kobe were dominating in LA. So that's where my that's where I'm at right there. You just left. I got so you. That's why I, I like, tell everybody see, all the time. You didn't see 72 and 10. You didn't see the Jordan on two, two, three peats. Like you didn't see that Jordan. I get it. Mm-mm. So get it. you I, didn't see the five-time MVP. I got it. Like we we good. I got you. I'm mm-hmm. here. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to give you that. So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like don't get me wrong. All that and I don't think it'll ever be duplicated ever again. Right. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of people discredit LeBron and what he's done. I get it like that. Yeah, we're not going to call him a go. But I say for me personally, his career is not over. I can't I can't I can't sit here and be like, oh, in midway through his career, you're the go or whatever. And you're not finished. You that's can what mess people, around but that's and, what people like Shannon do. Shannon calls him to go on top. Go James. But listen, listen, Shannon, you know, Shannon, Shannon. Uh, like, that's, that's your man. man. That's your man. Is, I, I love Shannon because of comedy. Don't get it twisted. I don't believe everything he says. He can say some <laughs> weird stuff, like from his grandma and them back down south or whatever, and it's funny or whatever. So, like, that's the reason why I like Shannon. I think he keeps it real, unlike Stephen A. Stephen A has the same soliloquies. That's the word he likes to use on the show. He has the same soliloquies he uses all the time for, like, the past <laughs> 10 decades. So I'm like, yo, I ain't got time. But what I say about LeBron is LeBron, I feel like, deserves way more. You know, we went, we went way off topic. I, just I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I feel like LeBron doesn't get credit or whatever for the things that he's accomplished in the league. He went to 10 straight finals and we just like, oh, because you didn't win all 10 of them, you're trash. Like, I feel like that's that's disrespectful because it he, he went to not he went to nine straight. I could have scored he went to nine, he went to 10. He's been to 10 total, nine straight. Oh, nine straight. 07, okay. 07 was the first one. Yeah, right, you're right, you're right, you're right. So like, but he went to nine straight, it's like whatever, like because you didn't win all nine of them. It's like, bro, like you don't count. Like that twenty it was recently that twenty eighteen, that twenty eighteen thing with Jordan Clarkson and Larry Nance. We damn sure know, like he should never even sniff the finals. But when you lead the like a lot of as a stat I seen on Facebook randomly, we were saying LeBron. He led all he led all statistics in that finals, bro. Right. Like what, what what player you know is like doing stuff? Like he literally put a team on his back. 
And you're like, well, because he didn't finish and get the chip. He's, he's trash. But it's been proven legit. We just sat here talking about all the great duos and teams that you can't do it by yourself. So, like, I that's why say I say that. Like, so, no, I'm not saying, y'all, I'm just saying, like, for people that, like, this is the argument, like, well, LeBron can't bring a chip to himself. Nobody has. Legit, Dirk and Whiskey was probably the last player we remember to do it something a team by himself, right? Yeah, it was him and a whole lot of good uh, players, like, and and that's and that's the guy who beat LeBron for his chip. Bro, listen and look, and with, I always tell with, people with JJ Barea. I just want to point that out. And Jason years. Terry, high no. two stock Jason wearing Terry. So like, it's, so that's why I tell people all the time, like, uh, mm-hmm. we, we don't give Dirk and Whiskey his credit, but. I just feel like that once people, mm-hmm. I'm not saying, like I said, I don't believe he's the GOAT, even though my little brother shot to Josh. He believed LeBron's the best thing walking. But at the same time, I was like, look, he's done a lot. And I just don't feel like a lot of his accomplishments, because of media now, Twitter and all that stuff, and a lot of, we could pick apart analytics and all that. That's what, right. that's what happened. That's what happened to us. Because I feel like if Jordan would have had Twitter and uh, the analytics and all that going back then, it wouldn't have been a pretty sight. Because oh. it's like everybody didn't, Devin Booker dropped 70 and nobody cared about it because he lost. But Jordan dropped 60 and a loss, and everybody's like, oh my God, is that God walking? Like, bro, like, because we didn't have Twitter and social media to put it out there like that. So, right. So that's why I said, like, I feel like social media is also a big thing, too. That's why LeBron gets so much hate because we got so many Twitter fingers that can talk trash about him. But I'm sorry that we got off topic, everybody. Um, that's what happens when you on BNB on the clock. Uh, <laughs> <it happens. laughs> it happens. So we're gonna we're gonna table our music conversation. We're gonna table this um this '90s versus '2000s conversation. We're gonna table it for a second, and we're gonna table that, and we're gonna table our top five list of hip hop artists. We're gonna table that, and we're gonna go into our topic of the day. And we have a special guest coming on, um, a gentleman by the name of Omar. Jamar can hey. give him an introduction once he comes on. I about to say, hey, give me one quick second. You about to bring him on right now? Yeah. Maxi, uh, I just just hit him to come into the room. So um, there you go. All right, all right, all right. Let me hear you say something real quick. Wait for his mic to connect. All right, Omar, can you hear us? We can't hear you. Can't hear you. All right, let me see. He needs to connect his audio. It says Omar is connected. Did not connect the audio. Make sure your mic is not muted. Hello. All right, Omar. How are you? <laughs> All right. Welcome to BNB on the clock. I'm Coach Reggie. Uh, you already know JB the Kid One over there. Um, I would like for you to introduce yourself, Omar, to so our, our listeners and our followers and everyone who watches and is on the clock with us. Hello, I am Omar. Um, I don't need what else. What else y'all want? Uh, it is, uh, <laughs> who, who you are? How you know? Uh, uh, I'm about to say, I, I'll introduce him. I'll introduce him. How about that? Okay. So, uh, so this is actually one of the first NCOs I had when I came in the Army in 2011 at Fort Irwin. Um, yeah. Hey, wait, you, 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 real quick. Hey, so, uh, 
um, he was one of the first SEOs I had, and uh, he was one of the guys that I remember. T- I was me and him were talking about a few weeks ago, and I was just like, I remember me and my battle buddies was like, man, he, he was different. Now like, he wasn't wired like how we just came out of basic AIT. He wasn't wired to think like a robot. And I was like, I was like, man, I want to be like that. Like he don't care about what anybody says about him or whatever. Um, but yeah, um, I'm, I'm about to say. I'm about to call you Sarah Woods. Look, <laughs> don't call you. <laughs> hey, look, but it was crazy. But like, uh, but yeah, I remember like we were like we were like I was like kids but when we first came in, we were like oh, Sarah Woods, like he ain't showing the work, like, and nobody said nothing. <laughs> like it was it was what it was. But like honestly, like that's the way he carried himself. Like he kind of held his head high. He knew there was whispers about him in our unit, and like a lot of people just like didn't like him because he just spoke his mind or whatever. And like, to this day, I told him the other, like a couple of weeks ago, like to this day, I'm one of them dudes that like speak their mind. I honestly, in the army and I don't care how people feel about it. Um, and I've, that's one of the things I kept. And they always tell you in the army, like take some things from NCOs that you actually dread. That's like one of the biggest things, like being able to speak your mind and still be an individual, even though the army would try to make you a robot. Um, so that was like one of the biggest things. And if he offends somebody, it is what it is. Um, I never really heard him. If he's wrong, I feel like he apologized, but I don't really feel like he's wrong a lot of times because uh, he's speaking from opinions and you can't be wrong when you have opinions. So um, so that's why I say uh, a lot of stuff. You know, <laughs> That's why I say I, I do speak really highly of him. Um, in the past decade, he's always checked over me every phase of life. I had a, got married. He wished me congratulations. <laughs> like, he still stayed in touch with me. I got a head of kid. He like shout out, like reached out to me. Uh, he's always reached out like, uh, even when I was like different duty station and all that. So um, big shout out to him. Uh, it's a feel weird calling you Omar, but I mean, that's your name. And uh, yeah, you can tell <laughs> us a little, about, <laughs> a little bit about yourself, where you're yeah, from, where you're located yeah. and all that good stuff. Yeah, just give us a little synopsis of who you are. Um, I am in LA, um, from Arizona. Okay. Got out, damn, how long ago did I get out? Nine years ago. Um, and moved here to LA. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So we definitely want to welcome you to the show. Um, our topic today is the baby and his insensitive comments that was made during um the concert that he was at uh, uh Rolling Loud. I couldn't get couldn't think of the festival at the time. Um, at Rolling Loud. Um, I know you had some things you wanted to say about that, so I'm gonna let you take the floor first. Um, yes, um, they were insensitive, um, dangerous. I'm not gonna even say insensitive. That's softening it. They were dangerous. Um, people have died because of those words, not his particularly, but the same language. Um, people will continue to die because of the same language and possibly his words, his influence. Okay. And so that's where I'm upset with it. Um, I'm trying to get the right words so I'm not all messed up. And um. What am I allowed or not allowed? Not allowed. You are allowed to go go as okay. far as you want to go. Because as you see, I'm wearing titties and a dick today. 
Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I even peaked that job, bro. That is wild. That is wild. Oh, shoot. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just what he wow. said is, um, is wrong, highly dangerous. Um, blood could possibly be on his hands, if you want to say indirectly, because of his words. Um, and he should be held accountable. I'm not saying counsel him because what, what the fuck is counsel? He's going to be paid regardless. Um, but should they hit his pockets right now? Absolutely. Should he be counseled okay. from all of these things? Absolutely. So, okay. That's where I want to start it right there. So as a, so as a black, so as a black male, you feel like another black male should be canceled. I didn't say canceled. I said held accountable. And, and, um, but you just said his punished. pocket should be hit. You said his pocket should be hit. So as a black man, you feel like another black male should be his, his money should be taken from him. Because that's he what you're mostly. He's no, no, I'm saying I said, I just said he's going to be paid regardless. His money is making money. His music already out there is making money. Him being canceled from shows, that is going to hit his pocket. Do I agree with it? Yes. Because again, he says something that is dangerous. Um, He he was already problematic and an issue to me before he even said this. I'm not a fan of his. Um, I support what he does. I support what he does. Just because I'm not a fan doesn't mean I hate. And I'm going to find a reason to come against a person. No. Um, I do believe with this particular situation, he pissed off the right people with the wrong subject, white. Um, because he, again, has always been an issue. He's shown violence toward black women for a hot minute now. Ain't nobody said nothing. Not, not, not a word. Not a damn thing. Not a damn thing. Not a word. See, he pissed it's off. So this is all Facts. about racism. Facts. Facts. Homophobia is a pillar of white supremacy. Interesting. Okay. I like that take. I like that take. I like that take. Yeah, I'm about to say, I like that take. And uh, this is kind of piggyback of what you just said right there. Me and you had talked, uh, Omar, about a couple of weeks ago. Um, we had our first topic earlier, and we were talking about how, like, just naturally, be, you have to, it's like you know your crowd because I feel like, like, you literally hit it on the head. Like, I feel like if white people that don't listen to the baby, all they hear was comments, right? That's all you hear is comments. Like, what do you say? And it's like that got pressed out big. And next thing you know, people, white people that are in charge of these festivals, these big festivals that are happening, we because they want to make everybody happy, which includes the LGBTQ community. I had to make sure I said that right. Um, plus, but, Q plus. Oh, my bad. You've got plus. the plus. <laughs> but yeah, so honestly, I felt like because he pissed off the right people, and I feel like it's, I was telling uh, Reggie on a couple of, about a couple of weeks ago as well. It's the same thing with the whole Nick Cannon situation. Nick Cannon just pissed off the wrong people. It's all helping to own his, the 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 TV station. Uh, was it VH1? I think it was. He pissed yeah, Viacom. Off the Viacom. 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 Right. He pissed off the right people. And I feel like that's all it takes. That's all. Honestly, that's all it takes. Because like literally just what you said, that was my argument. I said he been smacking people and punching people in the face for how long? Him and the security guard. Right. Uh, I'm from Charlotte, so he messed around and was involved with a murder in Walmart. 
in, in Charlotte and like it was nothing. Right. So like the issue I had with a lot of people was like we were in the black community is like whatever you say what you say or whatever. And Omar, I was telling you, I remember I was telling you in the black community, we don't talk about this kind of stuff. Right. It just gets brushed under the rug. So it wasn't it's not going to get brought up on our side. I can promise you we're still going to listen to Masterpiece and whatever the baby putting out. We still gonna be in the club listening to it. Like you say, you still get money roll. But as far as festivals, I was like, I feel like the whole festival thing personally was hyped up because I was like, OK, you know, I go to these festivals. But yeah, he has a, a whole album out right now. There's every time you press play, he gets money. So I'm not understanding like what the big deal is. OK, he didn't get tickets for being on this tour. But at the same time, like he's still getting paid. All he has to do, all he has to do is put out another album. But uh, Reggie, comments? Um, I want to touch on something that Omar said. He said his comments were dangerous. Yes. No, yeah, dangerous. Dangerous. Because I've read that in multiple headlines, and I want to understand what you mean by dangerous. Because, okay, so and, and, gonna... hold on, let me, let, me, let me table it first for you. So I'm going to table it where you can answer this correctly. When you said dangerous and, and the hip-hop community at concerts, shows, things of that nature. What is the difference between all the bitches with the fat asses, put your cell phone lighters up? You got a fat ass. I'm, I'm going to put my lighter up. I got a fat ass. Hell, I might but, put my ass up too. Uh, <laughs> all, all the bitches that's fucking tonight, throw your cell phones up. What's, what's hey, the difference? If I'm what's, fucking tonight, hey, I'm putting my so cell then phones what's, up too. The, again, how, what is different from what he said about sucking dick in the parking lot? What's the he difference? More than about <laughs> sucking dick in the parking lot, and that's yeah, I might say that. that. But again, wait, 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 but no one has up. a problem. No one has a problem with the other side of that coin. What's Everyone has a dick in the parking lot. I'm about to say I disagree. I feel like people had an issue with the whole AIDS comment. I think that they, was had, they had an issue with the AIDS comment, and they had an issue with the sucking dick comment. And I'm I'm trying to understand both because. Okay. So, Go ahead. Because if he said, because I want to quote him, so let me go here and read it again. If you didn't show up tonight with with HIV or any any of them deadly transmitted diseases, okay, you put your cell phone lighter up. Let's stop right there. Let's go right there. That's that's the quote. That's the official quote. Yeah, that's the quote. I I I got my notes too. (laughs) 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 Listen, we came to pod. Let's pod. Let's we we came to pod. Let's. So that is, I interpreted like that's dirty. Somebody with an STD is is dirty or an STI. That's dirty. That's shaming that person with that illness. And so, further shaming somebody and making them feel dirty. Like, how many people do you know with HIV? I know. I know plenty. Okay. Yeah, I do. I, I, do. I, I had a cousin, a straight woman that died of AIDS. Okay. A straight woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She did. Did she have to die? No. No, she died because she refused treatment from the shame and stigma of having the virus. So she right. told the family she had cancer. Mm. Okay. Mm. Okay. So with him saying this, makes that person or whoever those people are feel even worse because they already ostracized from community for having this disease of filth. No, okay. it's not a disease of filth. 
Do you ask a person who they got cancer from, how they got cancer, <laughs> and then treat them different because? Probably not. No. Yeah, probably probably not. not. So what's the difference? Yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah. What's the difference? So that that um... that's that's a huge issue. Like having that disease, and I'm 38. HIV AIDS has been a thing for 40 years. So my entire mm-hmm. lifetime. Nice. Right. Me too. I'm 39. Has has been this. Currently, there are 1.2 million people in this country living with HIV. Right. 46% of them look like us. Right. We so are he's highest, speaking to his own people. We are the and highest why? demographic. Healthcare. So again, this falls back under white supremacy. This is a nasty cycle. Right. However, we are all part of, we need to break that cycle and not be a part of it. You don't have to be white to uphold white supremacy. And so what he said just made others um, feel worse than what they already have um, or what they might possibly have. Um, Scared to go get tested if they out there doing whatever, because there's multiple ways to get HIV AIDS. There's some people born with it. They, yes. they couldn't help. They couldn't help to be born with it. So why make them feel like they're less than? So my, my question That's to you, the, Omar, is yes. you use the word dangerous. I feel like for myself, being a heterosexual uh, African-American, I just want to know how the words that he said were dangerous. Because when I think of danger, if I think of word, if I think of the word dangerous, right, I want to see how is that applicant, making that person applicable to receiving some type of dangerous threat or threat on their life when you're calling them out like that it's dangerous because of that shame because it's going to keep somebody from going to the clinic to get tested just in case they get infected it's going to keep that person from that clinic and then who's who's to say they infect others okay and then they get sick and then don't get treated and then that's when the virus kills and you don't actually you don't die of AIDS you die of complications of Of course right exactly yeah 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 Okay, so from what I'm understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, you uh, feel free to like chime in. So basically what you're saying is, which I do agree with, is like because he called the people out, there's some people that like, wow, like, so when you hear the word of, of they're out there to have them trying to have a good time. Uh, I can picture it now. You're out there trying to have a good time. People performing all day. You turned up, touching elbows with people. Cause I don't know if y'all seen that crowd. It was kind of crazy out there. It was crazy. It was, t- t- and he said something like that. And then all of a sudden you feel like you second guessing yourself or whatever. It's like, bro, like, but you got, hey, bro, you out here looking kind of weird. Cause he, after he said that, whatever, you straight. So I can, is that, that, that what you're kind of saying? Like more so you kind of feel dirty after he said that? No, for those, like th- th- there's the guilt and the shame of having it. There's, people who have it that won't speak on it because of that. That won't go get tested. I get tested regularly. Because I feel like that's a responsible thing to do as an adult. Married, single, whatever. All right. Fair Fair enough. enough. I definitely... I definitely have a better so, understanding of so what, what you I mean. Feel, what you mean by that? Oh, I ain't done with. Oh, yeah. I ain't done with Omar. Yet. I have another. Oh no, no, I got, I got questions for him too. I'm about to. I got another one because you know, I, I, me and so, him talked about it. I got questions for my man's right here because I got. So Reggie, I'm sorry. 
Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. What are you about to say? So, so Reggie is like, would I throw him away? No, I'm not throwing him away. But he just threw his own brothers and sisters away with that one comment. That one mm, comment. Now yeah, the yeah, next yeah, comment. Yeah. So we didn't throw him away. He just threw himself away. Okay. Um, hell, let's look at a, a, a hip-hop legend, if you want to call him a legend. Easy e How did he die? A straight a identifying man. Got Was he dirty? Was he dirty and less than? No. Okay, so he just threw a legend away. Somebody that paved the way in the career that he's in. Boy, he just threw that man to, away boy, and said, Oh, you about to step on some toes with that one. That was good. That was, oh, that was a good one. That was good that was one. Right there. That was good right there. Good. <laughs> that was good. I like that one. I was going to say so, Magic Johnson because I love, I love sports, but I, I like the easy one because Magic Johnson. Man. Right. So, Jamar you, Jamar, you said you had another question for him. Yeah, I had a question, and, and this is something, um, like I said, me and him talked about, like, was it, like, almost three hours we were on the phone talking about yeah, it, Omar, yeah. about a couple of weeks ago, but um, I want you to publicly kind of say your thoughts. So I I asked Omar about a couple of weeks ago when we had talked about homosexuality in the Black community, and I asked him, I was like, do you think that the LG, yeah, so I thought they were pushing, pushing the narrative because I felt like... At this point, society is scared, right? Of where they just like where they pushing the narrative, like if people are just like they're scared to say something because they don't want to look like the bad guy, right? Because like they see everybody else get canceled and all these bad tweets and oh my gosh, you shouldn't have said this or whatever. So now they're accepting it because they feel like it's being forced. So you feel like because the well, the question one is do you feel like it's being forced? And two, if you do feel like it's being forced why do you feel like it's being forced and like why do people go through so drastic judgments or whatever instead of like educating instead of like educating the baby right I feel like we were too quick to punish because when Nick Cannon came out with his little thing about Jewish people we like we had people like Julian Edelman, Edelman who's Jew, Jewish uh, NFL player came out was educated and whatever he apologized which the baby did about like three four times right one. and then he definitely did twice. Now, now he, he's done two. He did, he he's, did, done, he he's done two public apologies. The second Ooh, one wasn't. Wait, wait. I, I'm, no, I'm trying to rethink. I'm trying to rethink. Let me let me let me look at these notes. <laughs> okay, okay. We'll say twice because the yeah, second it was one twice. was his PR. It wasn't him. Next. Well, I mean, he he said half, half a celebrity apologies though are from the oh, PR. PR. Let's, PR. Be, let's, oh, be, let's the, be real. Even Ain't nothing coming from the hard hearted. They're Somebody not typing that joint up for you because, yeah, let's be let's give it a bean. Like, unless you're an old school celebrity, when, 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 you, school, at that, when you at that level, it's all PR. Yeah, it's all, it's all PR. It's all PR. And but he, I, so to answer your question, answer my question I'm first, sorry. please. What's being pushed? What, what exactly the agenda. is being pushed? Do you feel like the homosexuality is, agenda? Do I feel like the homosexual or the gay? Because I can only speak for me, being a gay man. But do I feel like the gay agenda is being pushed? No. Please elaborate. Yeah, I um, had this conversation. So I, I, I'm yeah, gonna look at, um, go ahead. Please elaborate. <laughs> well, yes. Is the black agenda being pushed? The black agenda has been pushed for the last ten years. So let's let's try let's try this again. So the black agenda was pushed for the last 10 years, even more so after George Floyd and Black Lives Matter. So the Black agenda has been pushed for a while. This 
the LG. What's so the let, let's look at though? TV. Let's look at TV. And you can look at commercials, and this will tell you how the agenda was being pushed. Blacks were being pushed into TV, and even more so, interracial. And like I said on the last pod when we talked about this, interracial dating was being pushed as well. They were being pushed because it's being put in everywhere that you look at it. So at every commercial, there's always a little black girl with a white family, or there was a little, there was a little black boy who had a black mom, but he had a white dad. The black family doesn't get pushed like that. So sure. understand. So now when you look at TV, what are you seeing more of on, on TV more now today? Two gay I don't know. Men. I don't watch TV. Okay. So I'll help you out. Two gay men and a child. So they're pushing the homosexuality family on America as well, but they won't oh, push the black family. So my, again, oh. the question is that agenda is being pushed on us and why? So is I it so it would be more acceptable? Yes, I can only sir. speak as a <laughs> black gay man. Mm. I can't speak as only a gay man, no. I am black and gay. They're both simultaneous and wrapping each other. I wasn't one before the other. I was both at the same time and it will always be both at the same time. Exactly. Okay, 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 okay. So on TV, we already know that's we already know how that's controlled. Yeah, yeah. There you mm-hmm. go. There you go. So it does how do I want to say it? Nah, it's I was only like... gonna be pushed a certain way. Yeah. Because yeah. certain people push it again. Back to the baby. He pissed off the wrong people, the right people with the wrong subject. Exactly. That's it, because he's been problematic the entire time. He's been saying mm-hmm. He's been violent against black women. Now, if he would have slapped a, a white woman, <laughs> it would have been different a long time ago, but he did it. Hey. So, right. back to Jamar's, is the gay agenda being pushed? I, do I feel? No. Because why can't the gay family be normalized? Why? What's wrong with the gay family? If I wanted to have kids and my child looks at TV and doesn't see the two daddies on TV like is going on at home, so they feel like they're getting made fun of, why is that wrong? Or a a little girl, why is that wrong? But... The black family is not shown on TV. So the black family but, is not shown on TV. But guess what? That's when I'm going to revert to 1990s TV and show the Cosby Show, Family Matters, and so what? That's when I'm going to work, revert and be parent and take them back to my childhood. You're, exactly. But the agenda that's being pushed now, it's not about it's not a, it's not about the black family or even the white family for that matter. Okay, so that's when I revert and show them how I see they should go and, and show them family and show them all the dynamics of family. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say, so my point was, and I think, like I said, Omar, we had talked about it too. So my point was just simple, like, like you said, I was like growing up for me, uh, like you said, we had those shows like Family Matters, Cosby Show, Hell, even the freaking growing up a little bit uh, in my preteen years, we had the proud family, right? Like it was black family shown everywhere. Like it was like legit shown everywhere. And then legit, 
as I as an adult now, right, it became more comfortable because back in the day, people were like it was, it was more people in the closet than it was, and it was crazy because like I was telling you, I lived through comedy growing up, so like comedians used to joke about it all the time, where like oh you in the closet, you don't say nothing or whatever, you know what I'm saying like we don't talk about this person or their lifestyle, their choices. It was their choice. Don't ask, don't tell. Choice. Right? Again, that word, not a choice. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that segment too. Cause we'll talk about that too. Cause that was the majority. Sorry, Reggie. That was the, that was like legit. Like <laughs> that was the meat of our conversation. We will get to that in a minute. No, you going to keep saying things that's going to keep him ready to go off for you. I just want to play. Hey, nah, but I, I'm not going I'm off. Here I, for it. I prayed before this shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah hey that was funny as shit hey but, but nah so like my my thing was like like back then you know what i'm saying like we didn't really talk about like i was i was saying the lifestyle choices like we didn't talk about the everybody's private life you do your thing we do our thing that was it but i say now because like legit because of social media and how we progressed in techno in the technological world i feel like a lot of stuff is getting to the forefront Right. So now we get to see it now with visual people. So now we get to see a lot of things now uh, when Obama instituted the whole gay marriage thing and the people that are going to the forefront and they were getting married or whatever. It was a beautiful thing for the for the communities or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a big thing. Pride parades are now getting like a uh, it's a big deal compared to about like 10 years ago when it was like it's always been a good, big deal for 50 years. But listen, always. hear me out. It's always been I, a big I, deal. I listen, listen, you ain't got to tell me that I live in California. Okay, so I, I seen it first. Don't have to do with California. It's no, I'm saying, I'm, but, but listen, this trust deal. me, trust me, trust me. On the East Coast, back ten years ago, it was not. It was, it was not a big deal. It was. It was. Where? Where? In Philadelphia, the, where Philadelphia has one of the biggest pride parades every year. It's been that way for. I'm about to say. Years. I said. Now I will say. I will say. New, New York, York has one. New York. I'm gonna say New York. But I'll say Philly. Yes. Uh, Dude, they have now. a whole section. No, 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 no. Now they have a whole section in the city. That is dedicated to that community, now, and it's been there for fifty years. That community, that whole section of the city, has been there for fifty years. But uh, what, what so I'm understand saying, something, and they have a property in there every year. So it's so no, what, it's not. Y'all, you can't, y'all, you can't y'all, say that it's not. You're missing big. the point. You're no, I'm not the missing point. the point. Yes, you are. You didn't, you didn't hear what I just said. I said what's happening now in the media world. Everything is getting portrayed. It could have been. It could have been the fifty years, but it wasn't making it past the, the local network. It wasn't yes, on it did. In level. Philadelphia, it does. That's what I'm trying okay, to say. So, you didn't, you're not in Philadelphia. I just said, Reggie, I just said. And you want to say, on, you said on the East Coast that it did, so, and it does. It, it's big. It, listen, what I'm it's saying, huge. I'm talking about on a national level. On a national level. On a national level. That's the literal right what I'm saying. When on, on a national level, the stuff wasn't getting put on. I don't care what, 10 years ago when I came in the Army, trust me, I promise you, it wasn't on a national level, a national level. I grew up in Pennsylvania for the majority of my life. I only lived in, I only lived in North Carolina for like seven, eight years. I promise you, it wasn't on a national level. Right, you lived in Harrisburg. Happening. You lived in Harrisburg. Harrisburg is only an hour it's away central, from Philly. It's central, it's central Pennsylvania. That's the I, sticks I, and rednecks. They're not going to promote it. So let's try this again. I, I, I promise you. I promise you. I promise you that Harrisburg is not the sticks and rednecks. I promise you that. What's it was called? It wasn't, it's not. It's not the sticks and rednecks. And you could say you could do all that Facebook. You didn't live there, so you trust me. Nothing six and rednecks. But what I will say, what I will say is that I promise you, 
on local television because I know about the Philly proper rate. I'm tracking, but as a kid in Pennsylvania, in Pennsylvania, I knew I went to California. We were here again. Philly, about- I, I, I'm sorry, Philly's not Pennsylvania. I forgot. I, I keep forgetting that because we, we say I'm, that all the time. We're not the rest of the state. Omar, Omar, we're not the rest of the state. Omar, Omar. <laughs> I'm just trying to explain that. Did you hear anything about the Philly proper rate on the national level? While you were living in Cali? I didn't hear anything about Philly at all. Bars. And the discussion. So that's what I'm saying. Like On a national level, it wasn't happening. Now, it's getting put on a national level. We see the different properties that happen all over. That's what I'm saying. Back then, it wasn't happening because the media was now pushing it full front. That's what I'm saying. You're right, Reggie. Like for like the past 50 years, and my mom and dad talk about it all the time. I'm tracking it. Like literally, I'm tracking it. I, I get what you're saying. But I'm saying, like on a national level, I wasn't I wasn't hearing it on a national level. Look, your mic is muted, bro. You also was like 17. But I still I still had old heads around me. I still had old heads <laughs> around also me though. Was still like a kid though. I still had old. I had. But you gotta literally... realize. You gotta realize. I'm 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 older. I'm older than you. Okay, yeah, you're older than me, but I'm not, it's not like and I'm I've, a and I've been all and, and I've been all over before you've been all over. So again, I've been other places. So, so again, so, so, you're saying so, on a net, you're saying that it wasn't big when it was. So on a national level, Philly proper raids was a big deal back 10 years ago. That's what you're saying. Dude, people come from all over for the Philly proper raids. It wasn't media on a on, that's what I'm telling you. I'm telling you, it wasn't on a media. You're on a saying national. media, but in that their community. It's big. For okay, people, in the community. You're talking but, media, media doesn't media doesn't control communities. No, I have a question. I have a question. I have a question. When you think of proper raids in little streets or whatever, the first place you think is the little street up in San in, in freaking California. That's the first thing you think. Why? Because I he promise just you, said no. He just shook his head no. So what do you what do you what do you think of? What's he's the in the community. What the first thing he's you? A, think? He's in the community. So, so what do you? So Omar, what do you think of the first place when you ever heard first heard in the news? Everybody said go to Cali. New York. East Coast. I always heard Cali. Maybe then, man, that might be like me being biased. I'm about to say I was on the East Coast. Everybody told me to go to Cali because that's where all the, the sunshines and rainbows Now, we're are. more a little more open here, and um, I've never been to the Bay, but that they do have a um, pretty big community there. I've never you been are, there. You are correct. Pride is, Pride is so much um, it, it's there's not one city better than the other. It all happened at the same time. Can you say what human and what country started fire first or made the will? No, it happened simultaneously across all people. It was something that happened all at once. Well, I'm about to say, yeah. So what I'm, all I'm saying is that I was saying, like, me personally, I was, like, growing up, like, legit. Don't get me wrong. Like, like Reggie's right. Like, legit, that, that community's been in Trust me, my brother went to Temple, so it's not nothing I didn't like. He used to come back home on the weekend and talk about Philly as a whole. So like, I used to like, like legit. So I used to hear about crazy stuff. But like, man, this ain't never happened in Harrisburg. We too hood. Like it was like, you know, what I'm saying it's like stuff. I was like, bro, like that would never happen here, right? But it was crazy because like you said for the last, I love the point you said for the last fifty years because my old heads used to talk about how to go like go down to Philly, certain streets in Philly or whatever. Like, hey, that's not what you want to be after a dark time. It was a joke. That's what I'm saying, but I'm no, saying it's like serious. That's I, not a I, joke. That's real. No, they used to joke about it. I'm not saying it was a no, joke. I'm saying that. no. See, like, n- let me explain because I'm from there, so I'm, let me explain this to you. When they said it like that, it really was. That's not where you wanted to be at if you wasn't in that community, or 
You know what I'm saying to you? Like, it, it's a joke to us as straight men, but in reality, like, if you ain't in that community, you shouldn't be down there. Facts. I think my, my thing was growing up. And, and I'm, I'm not like, saying it, I'm not saying it in a way of, like, you shouldn't be down there because somebody's going to rape you or anything like that. I'm not saying it that way. I'm saying, like, if you're a straight man and that offends you or it turns you off or whatever it may be, you, you don't shouldn't be, be down there. there. You don't want to be down there. Yeah, yeah. So nah. So like, I was telling like people like like legit. I was telling Reggie about a week ago that a lot of my family used to hustle out of Philly. So like a lot of the stories I used to hear as like growing up or whatever would come out of Philly or whatever. He's like, okay, boom, boom. I I knew you, you would have thought I lived there the way that all these stories were happening. So what I was telling people was like, when I got in the army, I got my first piece of like mainstream media. I know the difference between local media and mainstream media. Right. And so what I used to hear about pride and gay pride and all that, it all came from either now, Omar, you are right. And now I'm thinking about it. New York and California were the two spots I ever, I ever heard of. That was it. I the crazy part is like Philly wasn't that big on a national level. You see what I'm saying? It wasn't like right. hey, we're gonna stop hold like hold everything. So that's why I say now when you got places like Nebraska, right, having proper raising and they're getting put through main media. I feel like the narrative now is being pushed, whatever, he more heavily, and it's forcing people to like. If you say something bad about us, now we have something bad to say about you, or we don't listen to you, or we don't do that. So why is it because like we like, hey, if we as heterosexual males say, hey, nah, we don't fuck with that publicly, right? I'm talking about celebrities. I'm just talking about celebrities, but even at the as the salt, like the 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 local man. The regular person, regular smuggler, dude, like, nah, I don't fuck with that. And it's like, oh, what you trying to say? Like, you like, oh, well, you you homo, you homophobic now? Oh, you a homophobe or whatever? Why is it always like we just can't be heterosexual males or heterosexual females? Why is it like it's? Why is that narrative being pushed? I know I'm kind of ruffling some feathers, but I want to get your point of view. You're ruffling feathers because a straight man can't say, or a straight man feels like he can't say. I don't deal with with that and what without consequence. Without consequence. Without that's consequences. The big thing. Well, you can't say a bunch of things without consequences. You can't be called a nigga without consequences, right? You can't what? You gonna you so, don't, you you gonna let somebody come up and call you nigga? So you saying so because so you are you are you you're no 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 are you comparing the saying the n word? The saying because we don't we saying we heterosexual and we say that's the same thing right now for for me for me Jesus okay I'm, go I'm ahead two at the same time so I can only speak for me you ain't gonna call me no nigga and be okay and walk away and you ain't gonna call me no fucking faggot and be okay and walk away I'm both at the same time so I'm only speaking for me I can't speak for the entire community because the entire community doesn't doesn't look like me okay. I'm speaking for me. So I'm not saying so I you got to take yourself out of that. You got to take your blackness. I I'll say that. You got to take your, not, not your blackness. You got to take your straightness out of the equation. Why do I have to say, <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute. Yes, why, do, why do I have to take my straightness out of it, but you can't take your gayness out of it? I can take my gayness out of it. Well, but you don't. No, no, no. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me. No, 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 no. Again, I'm black and gay at the same time. Black and straight at the same time. So why are you What's... so threatened about the us just being? 
be. You can be all you want. Why are you threatened if I say anything about it? Why does why it you bother to, you so why much? Why do you have something to say about it? I'm not allowed to give my opinion. So, Jabbar, hold on, hold on. So, <laughs> this is what we. This is what straight. This is what straight people are saying. We are not allowed to give our opinions about your community without some type of backlash. But why are you governing my community? Why are you? We're not governing. We. We can we can talk about other straight people just fine, but we can't talk about y'all because then it's insensitive wait, and it's wait, wrong. My, my shit died. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was funny. Let's <laughs> <laughs> roll like shit died. So no, no, no. Okay, so because I'm not trying to get heated up or feel triggered. No, no, we good. We good. We good. Uh, right, you good. good. But we get, we I really, I re, I really dislike when I feel I can't even be. Why can't I be? You should be able to be though. But, but they, they... it's a threat <laughs> for being. So I, 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 Reggie, before you talk, I know you about to say something. So I feel like here's the thing, right? So I feel like naturally, and I, and Omar, correct me if I'm wrong. Like you hear a lot of people like. Hey man, you do your thing. Like you got to a club, whatever. You with a whole bunch of straight dudes, whatever. You got to a club and you hitting on other dudes, whatever. They don't really, honestly, people. I, I would hope they don't visit here and be feel uncomfortable because you're around hitting on dudes or whatever, whatever. The issue is, is when like we'll be like, hey, nah, like that ain't my scene, or we choose like, hey, it's not my scene. I'm gonna go over here, and you feel like, hey, like because like now, like you don't want to hang with me or because I do the things my way or whatever. If we just choose like, Hey, that's not my seat. I want to go holler at some girls or whatever. And it's like, bro. So you don't want to hang on me because I talk to dudes or whatever. Is that, that's why. I, so my thing is, I feel like when people talk like because of our life choices that we publicly say like, nah, we straight and we want to do it this way or we don't fuck with this certain type of lifestyle or whatever. It's like, well, it's backlash when we say, it, or we're insensitive when we say. It. Why is that? That's the question. That's insensitive. Um, because if if, and I think I, I I explained this to you. I think when people think about, and I can only speak of the gay experience from what I've experienced. I don't know what lesbians go through, but I can only speak of what I go through. They automatically think of what's behind me, what goes on in the bed. That's the first thing to think of. Oh, he likes men, so he does this, this, and this. It's when I think of straight people, I don't think about what goes on in private. I actually don't care. That's their business. Do I fuck with it? No. That doesn't even, it's not even anything that I judge a person on. So why is the why are the worlds reversed? Um, I've had some friends go to um, gay clubs with me when I used to go out. Had the best time with the fucking life. That's where the drinks are strong. Jamar, you hear me? I know you like to drink. You go to a gay club, they're going to fuck your ass up. And you're going to have a blast. Nah, I ain't going to sit here in front like I've never been to a gay club. I did go to once. And it, I ain't going to hold you. That wasn't the move that I needed in my life. I ain't going to lie to you. Because, like, the, the shit was, like, like full disclosure, kind of, sort of. 
like <laughs> I went there and like I had like unlimited drinks because like legit like it was one of those things was like people were buying me shots or whatever and me being goofy I'm over there turned up and having the best time of my life next thing you know bro I'm over there seeing the pearly gates bro from a distance so I ain't I ain't had an experience I want oh in my, my life God, no more yeah. So like, that's not what I want anymore. You just made but... me forget my question, man. You just made me <laughs> like, forget my right. question. I ain't going to say it in front like I never oh, did, God. but I, I, I won't do it consciously again. I won't, I'm not. I ain't making that decision in life no more. But I just, I just feel like, again, my sexuality is being governed. Like, I can be gay, but I can't be this gay. If I wanted to yeah. fuck around and come on here with a wig and whatnot, then they probably would have, uh, yeah, there would have been some shit said. Probably not by y'all. Probably by uh, whoever's watching. Watching. <laughs> I would have, I, I would have ruffled some feathers that way. I'm probably ruffling feathers now. But it's like, why can't I be? I'm two things at once. I mean, we're all why two you, things why, at why, once. Why, yeah, we're, we're all, all two multiple things. things at once. Right. But why is my one of my beings such a threat? And 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 why, like, yeah, why? Why? That's how I feel. Like it's a threat. You don't have why, to get down with it. But why, why do you have do you, to speak on it? Why do you feel it's a threat? That's that's my question. Why do you feel it's because a threat? Because those who are not part of the community always are the first to have so much to say about it. Once somebody like myself, stand firm in who they are in their authenticity. Okay. It's a threat. I feel like it's a threat. The oh, moment talent. when I was in the army, the moment when I said enough is enough, I'm not the most masculine of men. I'm not, I'm not queening out. All, well, I don't queen out all the time, but right. I'm not the most masculine of men. My voice is not all that deep. I have a little strut when I walk. So why is that a why is that a threat? Why are you speaking on for the most part stuff you probably don't even know? Cause I'm be honest, I pulled girls other dudes couldn't and showed off that I can do it because I wanted to. Did it out of spite. Or saw them after a certain girl. Out of spite. Holder and cock block. Did I want her? No. No intent for shit. But don't question, and I do feel a lot of straight men question gay men's manhood based on our sexuality. Huh? So uh, why, why is my being such a threat? Because it's from a lot of us, we can do this. We do the same shit within our own gender, but if we wanted to, we can do the shit in, in, on your side of the fence, too. So I do agree with and that. And probably with more finesse. So I would say what I was taught is like, I, I worry about me, you worry about you, and that was it. So that's, that's always been my, my thing personally. I feel like when you're on the outside looking into any community, you're going to get judged. Whether you're black, white, Asian, gay, straight, it doesn't matter. You're on the other side looking in, you're going to judge that person naturally. I feel like because the... Now, I will say this, but I feel like the history of the 
the homosexual community or whatever, right? I feel like because that community has been abused way more in the recent times. Recent. All the time. Now, I'm, I'm talking about recent. I'm talking about, I'm talking about 90s on up. Let's just talk about 90s on up. I ain't going to go that deep. But in the 90s on up, it's been recent. Not even a generation. It could be our, our, literally our generation, right? That's been like more traumatized. His history is documented. There's cases and all types of stuff that's happened right? recently, especially on people's minds. To where, like, anything you say at this point, we're going to be on the jumpy side, right? So I do, I will say on that side, like, you might look at me sideways because I do this. And it's like, we got a problem with what I got to say, or you got to do this. I feel like that. Like contributes to a lot of the the hate that heterosexual males or females get now because like we say something and it's like we might not know we're saying the wrong thing, whatever. I feel like before we get attacked or whatever, it should be more of a a, re- a rehabilitation because a lot of people don't know. Like I told you before offline, is like legit. We were, I had to learn on the fly. I literally had to learn on the fly. I joined the army. Legit, it was you were like the first person in the army, and I was just like, and I had a person in basic. Those are the first two first hand people I had to meet. It was my boy Lawson. Shout out to Lawson if you're watching. I know I told him to follow this episode, especially, but like Lawson, like he was getting basic. I'm talking about like we seen it, and it was for me. A lot of people were like used to it, and I was just like, nah, I'm not used to it, or whatever. So I personally didn't know how to act. I was one of the people like, hey, bro, like. I'm going to use you over there. Uh, don't, mm, yeah, nah. I didn't know saying the word faggot was offensive. Cause that's the way I used to talk when I was a little kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, I used to say that, John, just be, just be funny or whatever. There's a lot of things I had to learn on the fly. So instead of, I feel like I challenged the, you guys' community, I feel like, I feel like instead of like ready to bash somebody's heads and, or whatever, because you feel like everybody should be brought up to speed. I feel like this should be some like, hey, like we don't we don't mess with that, or it should be some type of education process before you start to sit here bash people overhead, or because they choose to live this way, it should be more so like, all right, you do that, you do that, and that's it. It should be like, oh nah, because you don't fuck with us. That's why it shouldn't be never that. It should be more so like, all right, they're doing their thing, we doing our thing. And I'm not saying you, I've been saying the community, because I feel like as a community as a whole, I feel like it's always been more so us versus them mentality or whatever. It should never be that, in my opinion. <laughs> and honestly, it all comes down to, like, sexuality and who you like and who you don't like, what it boils down to. And I was always told by my mom, like, hey, like, you do your thing, you do my thing. I, I, I ain't got to worry about who coming to your bed, whatever. I don't think like that. Like you said, like, when you think of gay people, people tend to think mm-hmm. about who's pitching, who's catching, let's keep it a bean. Like, that's what they usually think about. And I'm just like, bro, like, they ain't none of my business. Like, you do your thing, I do mine. Like, and that's the way I always looked at it. But I feel like we should never be a us versus them or ready to attack one another. Instead of, like, if we say something out of pocket, it should be more so, instead of condemning, it should be more so, like, hey, like, yo, that's not what you're Let me educate you. Let me educate you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you ain't supposed to be saying that shit. So I come from the don't ask, don't tell generation of the military. Like, that's where I come from. You know, like I, I joined in 2000, got out 2008. You know, I come from that generation. You know, like I served next to a couple guys who were, who were, who were gay, and I knew it. We all, we all knew it. I mean, I was in the infantry. We knew it. Like we knew what they were, but nobody held that against them. Like 
that that's your thing. Like that's that was were the infantry. So that, you know that's that's that was their thing. Like that had nothing to do with what we had to do as a job or what we had to do in our career. So I understand a little bit more so than some people. And for me, my questions always rely is like, I feel like homosexuals can say almost anything they want and it's damn near okay. But if a heterosexual says something about a homosexual, then it's a problem. But why is that okay? And why why is one way okay, but the other way is not? Why, why, why? I, I don't, what, but what is this based off of? What, can a, what does a homosexual say? Where's the reference? I mean, like, if 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 a if a heterosexual says anything about a homosexual in any type of term, instead of being educated on how it shouldn't be said or whatever the case may be, it's to condemn them or cancel them or we need to get them out of here. Like, have you not noticed that? Like in, in today's time, like even for instance, T.I. backing, not even really backing the baby, but asking a literal question about why you can't. Let's talk about it. Wow, we, ain't, right. we, we ain't get to the meat and potatoes of this joint because why? I got some why? Nas X. I got some Nas X uh, comments I want to talk about as well. Right. So, so like, he he wasn't allowed to stand up for the baby. He was wrong for standing up for the no, baby. No, he wasn't because he don't have a leg to stand on when he's um facing sex trafficking accusations. He needs to shut the fuck up. But see, that, that's his taking his daughter <laughs> to the no, no, taking his daughter to the clinic to make sure a virgin. That's none of his fucking business. She's already grown. So what does that have to do with? Do with somebody. somebody? So you should right. not have to speak on nobody else. Shut the fuck up. You got your own fucking issues. See, I think that's what see. That's what I mean. Yeah. So like, <laughs> you know, shut the fuck that's up. That's exactly what so, I mean. So that's a, so I think yes. <laughs> I will say the issue I had with a lot of people that were saying like, like for instance, I look, I literally what you just said is what the argument has been, right? It was like Ti got too much going on. He needs to be on a hush and hush while he handles his own business. He shouldn't be commenting on anything. But even like people like, and I, I don't, I don't. This is my guy. Okay, so I don't believe everything he says. Let's be clear. I just love his music. I just want to make that clear. Okay. But my dog Boosie, okay, he came, <laughs> he came out. <laughs> Boosie hey, hate, is the guy. I hate both Boosie of y'all faces. Hey, that, um, <laughs> I hate both of y'all faces right now. The guy that should be charged with child endangerment. Hey, all right, listen, I, I, I agree with protect the what kids, he does. Right? We're protecting the kids. So We're listen, I'm not agreeing with. Hold on, what's not? I'm not agreeing with what he's done. <laughs> okay, because I, I refuse to have Matthew out here with some prostitute when he turned a certain age. That's not happening. Okay, but. I will say, like, Boosie's music, like, I, hey, everybody know, when White Me Down come on the club, it is what it is. So, <laughs> anyway, what I'm saying is, like, when certain people come out and support the baby, right, or say he needs to get educated or whatever, and it feels like when celebrities come out, it's like, literally, what I was saying earlier, it's like us versus them. It's a war It's a war going on. And I'm like, it shouldn't be that. It should be one person where it should be like, hey, like, Hey, look, the baby, first of all, baby apologized. The baby apologized already. So where is the, like, where's the, after he apologized, I feel like y'all pick and choose. You're not picking and choosing nothing. I stand where I stand. If you pick and choose, I'm 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 talking about about you, Omar, we're not talking about you. 
Okay. So about the community. Talking about the community. <laughs> about the community. I say like the community picking and chooses who we accept apologies from. And it's like, bro, like he apologized Again, twice. That circles back around to he pissed off the right people with the wrong thing. No, no, you're right. You're right. So I was like, my th- but here's the thing. I have that's the wrong, that's the wrong issue. Because I was like, it's only the LGBTQ community that had it like it holds grudges. Because like I said. I always use the Nick Cannon thing. Not holding no grudge, just call the yeah, kind of legit. Business. It really it's is because right them, if them Jews, if them Jews got over Nick Cannon said some Jewish shit about the Holocaust. Real, real, real rap. They got over some shit that he said about the Holocaust. How Jewish people did this that, and the third, and then they got over it. And now he got his show back. The baby, all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? Like he has this thing where he's like, "Hey, yo!" Like he says what he says, and now it's like you gonna cancel from everything he's done, whatever. The, the crazy part is. We were just crowned this man the next coming to ludicrous. He said what he says now. He's under the under the dirt because the LGBTQ community didn't like it, and everybody's trying to please them because it's like we don't want to piss nobody off. Which goes back to what I was saying is like because we don't want to piss nobody off, we're gonna to try to make everybody happy. We're just gonna cancel him and just throw him under the dirt. But I was saying like, why can't it be like, hey, look, let me. I volunteer to go and as a celebrity, I volunteer to like, hey, go educate the baby. Even though Miley Cyrus, she just like reached out and said she she wants to educate the baby or whatever. Why is it coming from Miley Cyrus? It should be somebody from the black community reaching but out. Where is that a seat? In, in, but how many openly gay black men are there of that status? There's not many of us. What in Hollywood? Mm-hmm. Open and open is socially. Expensive. Hey, if you don't go talk to Justin or whatever the fuck his name is, real quick, is that is that again? Is a, is he's already Nas, problematic right now. Is a, I don't is care, a, but is a little Nas X openly? Is is a little Nas X openly? And I'm about to say, about say, little Nas fucking X. Isn't he at that level? Whole fucking town at that level. He's, he's at, at that level, actually, right? He's at that level. Hey, 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 RuPaul. Hey, why not RuPaul? Like, bro, like, come okay, on. Okay, like. RuPaul got his own issues. Um, RuPaul is transphobic as fuck. I'm not saying is. RuPaul has his own issues with transphobic comments. Had to recant that. So that's one of those things. You have your own shit going on right now, so I can't speak. But who's to say these people aren't coming under the radar to speak. We don't know that as a pu- as the public right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I remember you said you wanted to talk about something that we talked about on our first topic uh, on this first topic from the from the uh, first episode about uh, the agenda. And I don't remember what the exact topic was that you wanted to talk about. I think Jamar does. Or do you remember? Um, I, remember. I, was, I was I got fans. I got fans right now. They're waiting for this episode to come out. <laughs> <laughs> they hit me up. Right? <laughs> I'm answering questions. But uh, what was the question? I'm sorry, Reggie. My bad. From the first, from our first episode about this, I remember there was a topic that he really wanted to talk about. So which topic was that? Oh, it so he had topic. an issue. I just had an opinion. Okay. No, uh, I'm about to say, I want to say, correct me if I'm wrong, Omar, you were talking about the word choice. 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 That's yeah. what it was. Yep. There we go. So he said that a lot. We had, we had mentioned the word a lot about choice. 
And like it wasn't necessarily a choice. And then my argument to him, and I said this to him on the phone, so I don't want him to be, I was like, I'm telling him, I was like, I hate when people, I, I use the word hate, uh, when I have this argument with a lot of people, it's like everybody said they're born with this, uh, they're born gay. Nah, I feel like people, uh, I, I never seen a gay chromosome. You find me a gay chromosome in your DNA, I promise you I will succeed everything to you, but I haven't seen it yet. And I also said, uh, Omar, I'm trying to think of our conversation. It was so long. I feel like it was so long ago, bro. Uh, uh, we, I've also, I also mentioned that it was a big thing. Like Omar, and I'll let him tell his, his life story on air. Um, but I was saying a lot of conversations as kids, I feel like kids make grown people decisions too early. That was that that with that one. That one is about trans um, sexual people, which I will not speak of since I don't know. No, no, no. no. I was saying like when if I, I think Reggie, we had talked about on the show. I was like, if our our sons or kids come up to us say they're they're gay and they're like eight nine years old, but yet you don't know if, if you want to have freaking cake and ice cream for dinner. That's the decision that we're not ready for yet right now. You can't that's make your own decision. decision. That was the issue, and I was like. Based on our conversation, I'm going to let you tell your like childhood story leading to the whole choices thing and why you said what you said. But like I was saying, I was like, I feel like as parents, we need to have these conversations because the biggest thing Omar has said, I'm kind of spoiling it for him a little bit, was like he didn't know what he was feeling right growing up. And I felt like as kids, if you're feeling a certain way, period, doesn't matter if you're feeling straight ways, gay ways, doesn't matter. You should, as a parent, be able to have these conversations with our kids, and that was the biggest thing I should. I was saying, like, if we would have had this conversation or whatever, we he would have to figure a lot of things out on his own, right? So that was a big, that was a big thing. So um, Omar, uh, go ahead. Uh, I'm gonna let yeah. y'all know publicly. I gotta go to the bathroom real quick, <laughs> but hey, y'all keep go ahead, go ahead and talk. Omar, tell us your background a little bit, please. But, go ahead, yeah, Omar. You good? Choice. I don't like the word choice. Um, if this, if my life or whatnot, you want to call it a choice. If it was a choice, I wouldn't choose otherwise. Um, but do I feel like being gay is a choice? No. Um, there's multiple people, probably all, who had feelings. Um that weren't like others. I knew I was not like others very, very, very early in life. Coming home from school, being teased, oh, do you like this little girl? In my head, I'm like, she's pretty. Do I like her? What do you mean by like? Just like how my cousin likes them? No, I don't, I don't understand. I didn't understand that. However, once I understood liking, I didn't mm-hmm. like girls like that. I liked my homeboy like that. Okay. I I but I didn't have a full understanding. And I didn't have the I didn't have a full understanding, the language or the outlet to explain how I felt. But I just knew I was different. Um I, I will say I was more gay. Is there a gay gene? Who knows? But I know that I and much more than this body. So, hey, this body may not have a gay gene, but what makes me me that got thrown into this body was gay. Okay. 
So you say it, it wasn't a choice and you don't like the no, word choice. No, it wasn't. No, it like, how, how, how did I choose? You, how did you choose? Like, yeah, it's like he had a choice. I, I didn't. You, you, so right, I, I, my I've, question. I've never been straight ever. You've never, you've never been straight. So you've never had an interaction with a woman. I have multiple. Yes. So you made the choice to have an interaction with a woman, correct? To see if you were straight. That or was gay, a choice. I don't know, but it, that's no, no, the no, choice though. See. I made, that was a choice. The woman was the choice. Or the, the girl. Woman, she was that the choice. That was the choice. That was the choice. But why did you make that choice? Were you trying to find out if you were gay or not? No, I was trying to be like everybody else and feel normal to okay. fit in. Okay. I denied myself to fit in. Okay. But at the same time, I didn't have an understanding in the language and the outlet for myself. I wasn't even given the privilege of that. And I'm not blaming anybody of that because that stuff not talked about really. Right. It's not, it's, it's definitely not talked about. You're, it wasn't you're, you're, talked most about. Most people are raised straight with the right. straight um, normal life. Okay. When everything should just, I, I help take care of a child here at home. And I've asked the child if, is there anybody at school that he likes? I never gender it. Mm-hmm. I never gender it. Okay. So in his head, just in case he might like somebody. Yes, no. I and, and if he says yes, I don't ask who. I say, oh, that's cool. I don't want no name. Be like, oh, that's cool. I don't gender it. So what you missed, Jamar, is he's saying that he didn't make a he didn't he didn't make a choice. He always knew that's what he was. The choice was when he decided to uh, deal with women to feel normal, to be like everyone else. That's when he made it. That's the choice he made. I, I just want to catch you up. I want to catch you up. I disagree. Uh, you disagree. I respectfully disagree. Uh, okay, here so, we go. So, and uh, he, now I'm about to say, legit, it's honestly, it's echoing our conversation we had. And I was telling him, I was like, for me personally, I was like, when you're a, well, you're in that like teenage, young adult to adult age, whatever. You're legit knowing like what's up, or whatever. You can choose, and this is what I this is what I was telling you about choice. You choose to be happy in your truth, right? Or you choose to be like I'm gonna try to be normal, be miserable. So well, that's who's gonna choose to be miserable. that's what you're saying. Like that's uh, but that's what you're saying. Your choice was. Huh. I'm gonna be happy in my truth, or I'm gonna be miserable and be straight, or pretend to be straight. That's what he's saying. Your choice was you chose to be happy in your truth. There's always always a choice. And you said it's like people like who chooses to be miserable. There's some people that we're talking to right now that legit are in the closet because they rather be normal, whatever, right? right? Because that's their choice to be normal, right? Because that's what you just told me two minutes ago. 
It's not a you know what I'm saying? choice. Is you know the wrong saying? word, but choice. So is what? The wrong so what word. is it? What's the word we're looking for there? I, I I can't find the word, but like ah, because, no, no, I but, can't find the wrong word to choose. Like being straight is not nor- to me. Being straight is not normal. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Uh oh, you about to you about to bring the past out it's over not. there. <laughs> being straight, the only thing being straight does is produce children. That's it. You get the same that's, nut but, from but, an asshole but, in the mouth. So hold on. So if we go if we go by the Bible, and no, I, I, I I gotta I gotta go here because what you just said. The only thing that being straight does is produce children, but that's how we're supposed to reproduce. A woman was made from the from the rib of a man. So the okay. normal that is the that is the we weren't put on this earth to be with another man. And I, I hate to say it that way, but we were put on this earth to be with another another woman to reproduce to populate this to populate this world. Well, I'm not another, populating no, nothing. I never another, wanted to populate anything. <laughs> but you understand what I'm saying to you? Like two men can't reproduce. No, it, it's I'm not physically not possible. I, it's not. But if so I wanted that's to not child, the normal. I know what to do. No, that, that's not the normal. I just want to know. I just want to know what normal is, then, because no see, and see, and this is probably why I sound. Or some people be like, "He's off his rock." What is normal? Okay, so I, I know it, what my normal. I'm gonna say is. if you're saying so that heterosexual is not normal, then I just want to know what is because it's not my. It's not my world. It's not my normal. So my, I'm gonna say my thing is legit. So. And me and you, I think we kind of, we kind of relate because we. I didn't know you were like a, a church kid. I'm a PK. You're, you know, what I'm saying you're you're a church kid too. So like the Bible was throwing at us at a very young age. I run from Genesis to Revelations back to back a few times, right? So like for me personally, like it's always been Adam and Eve, and not Adam and Steve. So that's always been my thing, right? So like for me personally, I always known like legit we were made to reproduce, like. Males have a penis. Girls have a vagina. That's how they reproduce. Those are the couples. Everything outside of that is not normal. So then when you say that, like, (laughs) that heterosexuality is not normal, I need to know what it is (laughs) because when I talk... (laughs) It's not my normal. So now now we're open for interpretation. So now we're open for interpretation. Is so, that what like interpretation? Right. Okay. okay. You're right. Go ahead. You're right. Oh, wait. Isn't life interpretation and perception? Yeah, yeah, no. Nah. Perception is You know that. And the perception is everything. <laughs> perception is everything, bro. But, like, and that's where I feel that some want to come in and govern how I deem life because being straight is social socially acceptable in Abrahamic religions if you're going to bring religion into it. Yeah. Three religions where it's acceptable. Uh, uh, where homosexuality is unacceptable. There's three main mm-hmm. ones. And they all stem from the same base. I'm not going to shame those people forever they feel, but don't come, up, don't come up with my shit telling me how to live my life. Because they don't have a heaven or hell that's in me to. If you believe in that. Mm, okay. 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 Strong point. 
Strong point. I like that. I like that point right there. A lot of people don't hear but, that side. You know, I think I told you, um, I think a lot of the issue isn't even homosexuality and wherever you fall on that spectrum. It's about sexuality. Living in this country, in America, we are sexual prudes, I feel. Oh, yeah, no doubt. And I think, yeah, we were, you're right, you're right. We were talking about it. I was like, even in like Europe or Korea, Korea especially, like that was the one big for me. Like you see people just holding hands and they'd be best friends, right? They'd be like two yeah. guys, right? And they'd be holding hands. But like if we see that over here, it's like, what y'all doing in the sheets? You know what I'm saying? So like, I, I agree with you. I feel like America as a whole is just like one of the things that we raise the eyebrows at everything where other like other countries are like well uh, well advanced and like they're open with their sexuality or they're comfortable in their sexuality, I should say. So yeah, I do agree. Um America as a whole, I feel like um, society, though, as a, like the society, local society, African American society, is just more so like triggered on like what, like you said, what we do. I, I like what you said earlier, like what we do in the bedroom. Like I feel like it's not like I've always legit. I promise you, I've always been like, hey, what you do? You got your own thing going on. They ain't got nothing to do with me. Blase, blase, and that was it. You know what I'm saying? But. but but that's what it's based off of. It's based off of sexuality. There's it's based off of sex. The key word in that whole sentence, that whole that whole yeah, word yeah. is sex. So when you look at it and what you're looking at is sex. So it's going to be based off of what you're sitting on, your bedroom, what you do in your bedroom. So it's yeah. based off the sex. Mm-hmm. And but the it doesn't sex define who I am. It doesn't define it, anything. It's, what it's I not do. about if it defines who you are, because you're looking at it as people are going to look at you for who you are as a person because of what you do in your bedroom. That doesn't that doesn't make the man. The man sitting there, that's you. What you do in your bedroom is your business. But is it for everyone to know? No. It's not. No, it's even, not for everybody even, to know. Even, even for straight people, it's not for everyone to know what we do. But Omar, go ahead. Go ahead. It's not for everybody to know. But again, when somebody stands in their being completely, fully, then that's, a, I feel some people feel that as a threat. Oh, it's being pushed to my kids. How do you know your kids are straight? Oh yeah, so besides me. you force feeding them that anybody, how do you know your kids are straight? You don't. You're gonna force them to make a choice that they may not want to make. Sit and, and that's what I was telling you earlier. Like I feel like the problem with make a choice. It's a choice you're gonna make them force them to make a choice that they may not want to make. Yeah, I'm about to say me personally. I feel like as America as a whole, I feel like we just force that whole sexuality and stuff like that on our kids way too soon. Uh, as far as my, my, me and my house, uh, we we not even entertain the thought right now. We, we we busy being kids. Like, you go ball out, have fun, whatever, do what you got to do, or whatever. And, and that's the thing that I mean by the agenda being pushed. Kids are not allowed to be kids today. How? Because you have people out here pushing the agenda about homosexuality to kids. Okay, but... But that's not okay. Agenda? Let what? the What's kids... Not okay? Let, kids not normal? 
No, what I'm saying is what's not normal is pushing homosexuality onto kids. Let a kid be a kid. When you get to a certain age, you make a decision on how you want to live your life. But it's not a decision. The kid knows who they are. They, they've probably been though, but again, they don't have the language or the complete understanding or probably a safe outlet to express who that is. I'm going to tell you this. I didn't see myself in media until I was 21 years old by a man that you guys might, might not know of, Karamo Brown. I did not see myself until I saw that man on TV on the real world. There have been multiple gay people on TV. I was like, through my I but I didn't see myself until I saw that man. I knew who I, I was. For me, for me. But, but, it's about, but it's about kids. We're talking about children. So we're, as a yeah, father, we're talking about children. As a father, as a father, I feel like kids should be kids. They should just be able to play, have fun. And they'll make that decision. Jamar, what did we? Say, what did you say last time on the show? They can't figure out if they want to eat cereal, bro, or, or eat freaking cake and ice cream for dinner. Like, right. bro, like, like. So why can't they just swim around in that space to explore? Why? Why not allow them that? So now here's so here's my thing. And I said the issue I have is we're making grown decisions because, like he said, like Reggie said earlier, it's all about sexuality. That's the I like boys. Boys for what? You're attracted to them. But why to- can't they? So my thing is, I, at nine years old, you just told me that your favorite show was SpongeBob and Patrick. Like we're not like right now. We we still developing. You can't even tell me what your what twenty eight to our twenty two, oh. what twenty eight to our twenty eight is. But yeah, you know, like you you want to you want to kiss on boys and all that, bro. Let, 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 first of all, one we're gonna talk about it. So I'm not gonna sit here and dismiss it. That's the one. That's the one thing I say. I feel like as parents we dismiss everything, but we're definitely going to have a conversation about it because, like for me personally, and like for instance, I use I use Deuce. I use Deuce. Deuce is only two years old, but I use Deuce because Deuce is dead after me. When you never care to you, what do you want? You want that kid to be just like you. You want him to like the Lakers. You want him to like the Kobe Bryant. You want everything. You're a, you're a junior. You want that kid to be just like you. Usually, usually, everybody gonna call you Deuce Jamar Junior. That's what it's gonna happen. Right, you can't be Jamar Junior. If I like girls, I married your mom, and then you out here liking boys. So naturally, you want that kid naturally to like whatever you like. That's literally naturally that's what's gonna happen, especially if you have a junior. So my thing is, for me personally, I'm like, hey, like you say, you like boys, but you did you don't even know how to wash your ass, bro. Like that's that's hey, so what teach him how to wash his ass. So legit, right at this point, right now, I I, I agree with you, but. At this point, we're like, hey, yo, like, let's, let's start at step one first. Like, you, you're you not fully developed to make these grown person decisions. I was gonna, but he already knows what he likes. Again, I knew what I liked a long time ago. So I, I and I told, and I challenged, and I, I challenged your parents. And I was like, hey, How are you like, ta- because I was like, had nothing to do with it. Because nothing. I feel like if you, if you would, if you would have felt comfortable and coming to your parents and say, hey, like, yo, this is what's going on. This is what I like. I don't have a language for it right now or whatever. You, I didn't me. have an understanding because I didn't know what it was, but I knew I was not like the other boys. Okay, that, so, that, so that, that, that. that right there, that right there, you did, that conversation, what you just told me, that line right there, I feel like we should, that's the conversation that needs to be held at that age. If my kids watch Digi Channel right now, there's literally 
a show right now that has a two. Uh, I think it was. I want to say. Don't quote me on it, but I want to say it's two. A two male uh, household, right? If my kids. I don't know what it's called, but I want to say that's what it is. And they say like, my kid was like, "Hey, what's going on over there?" I can explain to them, and we can have a conversation about it. But it's which me and your mom believe this is what it is, and go from there. That's that's the issue. I was like, how you say you weren't represented at this point. I feel like at this age, it's, we have to have these conversations where I had that conversation at 13, 14, 15. My kids are having it at eight, seven, eight, nine. That's the difference. So me as a parent, I feel like, all right, wait, wait, what happened to letting me watch? I, I watched Rugrats, Cat Dog, uh, Hey Arnold as a kid. But I wasn't worried about sex at like seven, eight, nine. To this point in day and age where I had to worry about who I like and what I like and why there's a, a two male parent household at a certain age. And I feel like that is where it's like, why are we having these conversations so soon? That's the crazy question. Like, the crazy question is like, when your kid come home and ask you, why does that kid have two daddies and I have a daddy and a mommy? So as a parent, that's a crazy question to have to answer for you to a seven-year-old. So then you educate yourself as a parent. Well, you you talk to those parents and then you explain your perspective, but don't wrong that other family. Well, you never wrong the other family. So again, see, that's where you just got defensive about it, about I've me even defensive. saying it. So, so here's here's my thing. I've, I've become defensive why, at this point. Why are you so defensive if we're having an open conversation? See, there's no need to be defensive about it when we're having... I'm not angry. At, I'm a little defensive. No, but. no. What I'm saying to you is understand. Remember, we're, we're parents of little children. Like, I have a, I have a six-year-old daughter. So when my six-year-old daughter comes and asks me this question, I know how to answer the question because I'm very educated in the area. I'm very educated on your community. So for me, it's not to say, no, you can't do that, or no, this is not for you. No, but at this point in time, you're still a kid. So I'm going to let you be a kid. I can also look, and just like how I watch my sons who are teenagers, I can tell what they like and what they don't like. So understand, as a parent, you have to know your children. The key in, know, and key in being a, a what people say a good parent or a great parent, whatever you want to call it, is you have to understand the child that, you're, that you have, that you birthed. So you, you can see it. And this is why on the first part, I said I respect D-Wade a whole lot for what he did with his son because he saw it in his son. His, his daughter? Well, his daughter now. Correct. His daughter? His okay, daughter. Um, but what about those children who do have same-gender parents? Why can't they see themselves? Why don't they have the privilege to see themselves or see their family on TV? That's where, like, the representation comes in. But, yes, they are seeing, but, they are seeing, but they are seeing their family on TV now. They are, they are. seeing their families on TV. They're seeing it more. Now, you're like, why is, I got to explain but, that to my child. Right, I have to explain it. Because my child doesn't see what's my household on TV. Understand my point? No, I get your point. So that's when we revert to back when we first came on. And then you you, you show them themselves on TV. Because it's, it's, are we on TV like that right now? We're not. No. We're not. It's so, so it's sad. 
We're 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 housewives. We're the we're the ratchet shows right now. And and right, it's messed up that we're in that place. But that place where that a fucked upness and dysfunction makes too many people money right now, and that agenda is being pushed. Yes. Yes. So I, I feel for say. those who are so focused on family and whatnot, how about you turn off the TV, censor the, the child's devices? I'm not saying either of you two aren't. But how about we go back to old days and 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 censor that child and, and try to mold them in a way we would like them to go or guide them instead of just letting the world take over completely. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I, oh, yeah, no. So I told everybody, I don't, like I said, I don't, honestly, I personally, I don't give a fuck how people feel but uh like as far as me and my house like we was you will see black families black couples me husband and wife be together and that's gonna be represented in our household i don't care if like you said censor we're big on that like give me your technology we all let me hold that real quick you have questions about legit i'll take it for example this past summer my son has seen his first like gay guy right or whatever he's 10. And so he seen him outside the park and he like found out he was gay, whatever. And he asked me what, what that was. So I had to break it down for him. I didn't want to have a conversation with him personally, but I told him like, Hey, this is what it was or whatever. And let him do what he will with that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm here to educate. You know what I'm saying? Like, Hey, let, hey this is what you mean. I, this is what me and your mom believe. This is how we are raised. This is what you seen. This is what they do. And then, Hey, that's it. We go from there after that. Any other questions, feel free to come in my office after that. But like, I don't have nothing else. To say. Hey, I'm not going to say, hey, that's wrong. That's in the Bible. That's I'm not here to beat any kid down. At the same time, I want that kid to see, like you said, being represented. So, yeah, we're going to run it back real quick. And we're going to show some old school, even if it's everybody hates Chris. We're going to watch some old show where there's a black couple <laughs> and it represents like what I feel. It's family. It's family. Right. I don't have to go too far back, but like legit, you gotta watch certain shows. They got access to the same Netflix I watch. So they're gonna see certain shows or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like got some questionable things going on. Hmm. Feel free to come ask me. But at the same time, I feel like excuse me, we as parents, we're scared of what the society feels. Or whatever, and I feel like we need to get back to this me and my house type of stigma because because we care about what the Joneses next door are doing or what they're going to say or how you feel. That's where we're like, hey, by all by all means, like, hey, if you want to go touch on another dude, it's okay. If you feel in your house that that's like, now, nah, hey, bro, look, look at me and your mom. This is how we raise. This is how we doing, and that's fine. I don't care, but D Wade, his daughter, his daughter did. I'm, okay, cool. That's kudos to D Wade, but like they ain't got nothing to do with me and my house. Okay, so that that that's where I'm getting at. Like I, I like everybody saying congratulations to D Wade. Cool. I still have my opinions about that, but that's another that's another episode. But like, right. uh, I feel like hey, I want to get back to that as for me and my house. I feel like we we lost that as parents and like people in society. We always care about how other people view us and not just taking care of business at home. We want to please everybody. 
and we're scared to step on toes. Literally, the baby has proven that you can apologize one or two times that it is not acceptable in the community. So that's why we're scared to do certain things for our kids or whatever. <laughs> hey, by the way, don't say this because if you offend the LGBT community, you can apologize one or two times or whatever. It's not acceptable. That's what we legit showing our kids. It's not, and Omar, I'm not attacking you. Well, I'm, I'm literally attacking the community. White, black, Hispanic, it doesn't matter. It feels like legit, like if you apologize to this community, it's always like sad. It doesn't right? matter. It doesn't matter up. if you apologize. It doesn't matter if you apologize. Hey, you fucked up. It is what it is, big dog. How many times does a person apologize? You should only have to apologize once and then let your actions but, prove it. But again, okay, but, so we're gonna we're gonna speak on this dude. He's apologized for the same before this whole incident, he's apologized for the same incident, violence against women, but he still exists. Everybody should be outraged because right now he's apologizing. So he a sorry ass dude right now because he all he can do is apologize. But his actions don't speak different than his words, or they are speaking different because well, again, well, his, I, don't know, I just want to go on. I just want to go on record. The baby never apologized for hitting that female. If anything, he support, like he was like, hey, like he. Gave no, he said, "I'm sorry. I thought that was a man. That's what he said." I'm about to say, yeah. I'm about to say, I'm about to say exactly. I'm about to say legit. Like he didn't really apologize for hitting her. He thought it was a man the first, like the first time or the second time. The first time it was like whatever, you know what I'm saying? So like this time, I feel like it was unique because of what he said and how he said it. But there's again back to what we first started this conversation on what he said. Just that first part, dangerous. It's dangerous. The second part, talking about to the to the women whose pussies smell like water. I don't know what pussy smell like or supposed to smell like, but if it smell like water, the fuck? That's still problematic. Maybe that woman ain't so fresh that day. She in that damn crowd all motherfucking night. I know she ain't smelling like water after that. So what the fuck? You, your pussy smell like water. What the? What does that even fucking matter? But I'm just, he's just vibing with his crowd. No. Uh, it has nothing to do with nothing. Then following up, what about you ain't sucking dick in the parking lot? Who gives a fuck? That's very specific for a straight man to say. Who gives a fuck about somebody sucking dick in the parking lot? There's probably more than likely a lot of people in that damn crowd sucking dick at the same time. Because, <laughs> hey, so, nah, we can so I agree with you. I must I agree with you. Like, I know I've done it. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. <laughs> That was, I appreciate. <laughs> hey yo, hey, that threw me the fuck off. Hey, well, listen, what I was trying to say, it was like I don't like I'm saying like whatever he said, whatever. But the fact that like he was he was told what he said was wrong. He apologized the first time. Great, I, I go I go cap. I didn't like his first apology. He was laying in the bed. Bullshit. That wasn't a, that wasn't the apology. The that wasn't no apology. Time, the, the that was wasn't apology. Time, the second time when no, he apologized, he, when he got PR involved, which we said. No, that first one wasn't an apology. That first one was him doubling down on what he said. Then he apologized, and then PR apologized. That first time was a double down. He doubled down. You never seen a real nigga like me say the shit that I said because I'm a real nigga, and this is what real niggas do. Listen, a, if you're gonna be if you're gonna apology. be a real nigga, let me that that's not the apology. apology. That wasn't an apology. He <laughs> apologized apology. after he apologized after that, and then he apologized the second time after that. But he apologized after they touched his pockets the first time with right. um the Lassalusa. first the first 
Lollapalooza taking them off, off the off and then the, uh, everybody followed suit. Right. Um, I did read. I did read. I didn't read into it. I was over it at that fact or at that point that um, Lollapalooza wanted an apology and they gave him a timeline and his team didn't meet that timeline. The timeline. So right. that doesn't have to do with him. It may or may not have to do with him. That's his team. Those motherfuckers no, need to be fired that, at that point. That's, that's a fact. So yeah, he didn't reach the deadline. You're right. He didn't reach the deadline. He was supposed so to stay did. on Lollapalooza. He was yeah. supposed to stay on Lollapalooza. Yeah, they didn't really want to get rid of him. He's the he's one of the biggest stars out right now. You're not going to get. You don't really want to get rid of one of the biggest stars but, out. Right now. But my thing is, and this is where I say, like, and I didn't say this for Nick Cannon too. I didn't feel like. But this ain't about the Jewish all, people and Nick Cannon. Yeah, but that's like that's a whole other job. That's a whole other avenue right there. But my thing was, I was saying like when it comes to the LGBTQ community, I un- I don't understand why it takes like we have to go through all these statements and like retracts things or whatever. If we say instead of like somebody reaching out in the LGBTQ community, like hey, what you said was wrong. Here, let me educate it. For Miley Elton Cyrus, John did. Miley Cyrus, bro. Elton John already did. No, 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 no. He, no, Elton, Elton John did not. Elton, Elton, well, Elton, Elton John, John. did not want to educate him because he was fucking over it. Because he's okay. been. Okay, I'm about to say Elton they, John did not come he, from. No, 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 he didn't. He didn't he come didn't forward to help with him. He, 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 so he came out swinging. Was, he chose violence. Exactly. No, because, I agree. So <laughs> that's the issue I'm having, though. So it's like legit. I was like, I feel like celebrities that are in the LGBT community, which there is. Pretty, uh, a lot of them. There's a lot of them out there. Nobody came out to the baby's aid and was like, hey, let me, hey, your comments were insensitive. Let me, uh... Educate your fucking self. You're a 28-year-old man. So why is it every is other simple? community, so why every other community is willing to educate except the LGBTQ uh, community because we should quote unquote already no know. no a white person coming to me backwards educate oh well, maybe you should educate me no bitch educate it doesn't matter I, but nobody reached out nobody i'm not talking about this white people nobody so why should we out. educate him when he can educate himself i can read up on some shit but let let y'all tell it let y'all tell it it ain't accurate it ain't accurate. There's more than accurate, but why, 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 why? Because if I read really had to be educated, and I tell you, you like, nah, it's not really what happened. They ain't really how they, they ain't telling our story. So if you, I want the LGBTQ uh, community to come out and be like, yo, the baby, hey, look, well, we need to holler. How, I would appreciate a black person from the LGBTQ uh, community to come out. That's my point. That's that's my point. That's my why, 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 are, why are you so quick? That, that now, why thing. are like, we hey. so quick? I'm gonna do this. Why are we so quick to want to cancel him? Huh. We oh, fuck. No, I don't think we're. I don't, I don't, I don't give a damn about them. Him. Yes, yeah, we 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 have. Yes, we have? okay. Yes. I'm, I'm uh, let's look at um. Let's look at uh. Who came out and made a statement first? Um. Oh my God. Why? Why? Amber Rose. First thing, she came clean up the box swinging. Clean out the box swinging. But uh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, biggest, I think, biggest, I think like Amber Rose though. She been just doing the slut wall for like three years now. Ex- that's my point. But it's us. We are so quick to cancel our own because the white people are quick to cancel. So we gonna jump on board too and cancel. 
But we don't I stand up for us. Him. I never canceled him, but should he be held accountable? Yes. Yeah, he can be held. He can be held accountable, but why? But why he can't be educated? Also, why that's, can't one of us thing. come out and educate him? Hey, we're why? waiting. They're not. We're not. They, no, they're not. So, but why can't he educate educate himself also? Because as, saying, as, sorry, move on. because as y'all as y'all say, just like Jamar just said, as y'all say, when we try to educate ourselves, we have the wrong information. So it's no better. It's no better person to get the information from than the source. But he can go to the AIDS Foundation and APL, um, all that, and 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 get the information. Can he not? He, he has he has access to do a lot of things himself. He has access. Like he even spoke bad against a, a straight man that is living right now with HIV, Magic Johnson. He can he has more access than any of us. Hey, let me hit up his people. Let me ask him how to reword things. Let me let me do these optics just so I'm part of it. Maybe these things are happening right now. We're just not in the know of it. However, right. he was wrong when he said it, and it made things worse when other people doubled down while he, while he doubled down. Right. So that's yeah, what see, made matters worse. And then, like I said, with the whole Lollapalooza thing, they gave him a deadline. He didn't make that deadline. Then these other festivals right. followed suit because they're like, well, maybe he, well, they already possibly knew he has a, a history of a certain behavior. So let me just be pre, um, preventive and stop it right here. Cause this is something that I don't represent. Right. I, again, like I said, like I, I'm totally with educating him, but I'm not with canceling. I'm not with, I'm never going to be with canceling another black man, another man, try, another black man trying to get a bag. But is the word never, cancel or held accountable? But Because he's going to be you, paid regardless. I, being held accountable, that is fine. We all should be held accountable for something. That's, if we did it wrong, if you're wrong, you're wrong, you'd be held accountable for it. But to try to cancel, I'm just not going to, I'm never going to sit on that side, especially if it's one of us. So I want to say that thing too is like I feel like even in 2021 we are still learning what's offensive or what's not. Not offensive, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So like I feel like a lot of things too. Like I could come out like we just learned a couple of years ago. This was recent that the faggot was was a offensive. Uh, was offensive. A faggot is actually a bundle of sticks. If you want to go to Merriam Dictionary. Okay. I'm not a bundle. I'm from the hood. I don't give a fuck about Miriam and faggot was they talk about somebody that was gay. That word just that word just became derogatory. No, it was all no no, I'll tell you that it was always derogatory, but it wasn't hear what I'm saying. Hear what I'm saying though. Hear what I'm saying though. I'm saying as far as it was always derogatory, yes, but I mean it became this big word where it's a no no. Exactly. Gay people are now more out of the closet than before. We yeah, are yeah, yeah, facts. more. Facts, facts. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're yeah. So what I'm saying, so what I'm saying is that's why but it, it's but such if, a big but if, deal. But if you but if your culture was this is how you was raised in your culture, and that word was a term that was used in your culture, now it's a problem. You have to educate people on that problem. 
Yeah. And yeah. People, you have to educate people on that problem. Okay. Okay. You do. Because just like how, just like how, just like, hold on. Let me, let me finish. Just like how we, we want to educate white people on the N word and how that is a serious issue. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so for the gay community, the word faggot is a serious issue. Yeah. And more than likely, a lot of straight people still won't get it. it my because point. They're, so, they're so people. They're so oh, conditioned God, to using the, the word. No, they, they're so conditioned um, to using the word. I get what you're saying. Condition yourself. Because educate me, educate me. Motherfucker, stop, 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 stop. It's- so, my here, my thing, right? And so, I, I'm, I'll take it for Jamar. So, my thing is like, you tell me, stop, stop. Why? Because it is a derogatory. It's, 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 it's used in hate. How? Why? Just, just like, just like the N word. They're one and the same. I was called, I was called a faggot before I called a nigga. To be honest. And I was called a nigga before that word a faggot. So like, so that's the I thing. Called I, a, I was called a faggot before I was called a nigga. And I don't even like using the N word. But I was oh, called shit. one before the other. I'm about to say, my thing was, I didn't know nigga was derogatory. So I joined the army. Oh, no, I was. No, 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 no. See, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was, that shit was part of my vocabulary for, me, <laughs> for a while. <laughs> for a while. So like, my thing was, till I was educated. On both, how where the word came from. Both words were in my vocabulary until I learned what what they. Hey, I'm saying, and I'm saying, and like, this is from coming from Reggie's point of view. I know at least where I was coming from. Faggot was just like, hey, you motherfucking faggot, bro. Hey, pull up your goddamn pants. Like it was some shit like that. Like fucking dickhead. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, that was a shit. Like you know, what I'm saying, like we're at least we're like on the in the Harrisburg. Philadelphia area, like that was like more so like you heard the word faggot a lot. So until you're a faggot, you, you're a dickhead, you're a nigga, like they're all the same. They're one of the same. Yeah, facts. They're, so, they're, like, they're one of the same. So for so, me, like, now nah, you right about saying like for me, it was like until I got got in the army, or whatever, and legit, I started meeting people. So I was like, hey, yo, dad, we don't say faggot. I, I was in basic training calling people faggot until like I got in trouble for saying the word faggot. And I was like, what the fuck did I say wrong? And it was like, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't too, like, I found out, like, okay, my bad. I didn't mean to offend anybody. And that that's what happened. So, like, I feel like, once again, you feel educated because you can't say, you can say certain things, but, hey, like, I didn't know that was offensive. I had my bad. I, 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 you know what I'm saying? I didn't know that was offensive to you, whatever. Once they find out it was offensive and they keep on doing it, then that's a problem. But once they know it's offensive, all right, boom, that's what it is. So if the baby comes out like tomorrow and says some shit that's offensive, even though he's already been like, hey, you're not supposed to say that. He says the same shit over again. I feel like that's a problem. But right now we should be at the point of like, hey, yo, I feel like somebody personally from the black community, not just anybody, from the black community should be like, hey, yo, the baby, let me holler at you real quick. Why is it a white woman trying to educate him? I don't yeah, feel she's like... out of place. No, no, she's out of place. She's speak... no, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. She yeah, is speaking yeah. out of place. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I agree. So that's the point. Because that, that's the point I was trying to make. I was like, bro, like, what the fuck? Like, this ain't your. Because... This is your battle, bro. Yes, she is part of the LGBTQIA plus community. Mm-hmm. But then she's a woman. But that has nothing to do with it. Gender right now doesn't have anything to do with it. But she's she's part of the community. But then she's. A white woman, so she's protected. 
by a certain entity. Right. She's she's outside of the thing. So yeah, she she shouldn't. But you also have to understand is a person a black person of this community, do they feel safe enough to come to him? Because he already has a reputation. So does a, somebody that looks like me in that community of his stature feel safe enough to come to him? To Word. educate him. Because that sounds like baby and pacifying. You're too old for that. But um, hey, let me get, hey, hey, homeboy. You can't say this, this, and this, and this, and this, and this. What you said was wrong because of this, and this, this, and this, and this, and this. Uh -huh. Because again, it's dangerous. He may have blood on his hands because he threw some other people back in the closet or he stopped them from going to the clinic to get their shit checked out. Progressing, right. I mean, and then I he's think shaming those who suck a dick in the parking lot. Again, that's weirdly <laughs> specific. <laughs> Hell of Yeah, I definitely want to say today was a very informative conversation. I hope that our listeners get a good and better understanding of what we all what we talked about today. This show went extremely longer than I expected. But we still not done. And we still not done, but we have to we have to table this section. And again, like we could definitely bring you back on the clock and we can finish this and we can and we can add more depth to it. I'm about to say I'm gonna add more depth to it honestly. I would love to have you on. Is get some other people in here so we can have like a red table talk type setting. Exactly. So there, you know what I'm saying? Red table. I don't I don't bring peace like them. And now <laughs> we choose violence over here, big dog. Hey, we choose <laughs> red table. I, I don't bring I don't come with love. Nah, this ain't that red table. I've already I've become this would be a this would be a black table. This would be a black table because ain't gonna be no peace at it. Yeah, <laughs> nah. I choose but violence. I, but Omar, I definitely want to thank you for coming on the show today. I'm I hope people understand your point of view, understand where you were coming from. Absolutely. I really hope that people in your community hope, I hope they think you represented the community well. I don't I'm want this kidding. to come. Listen, I just hope that when people watch this episode or listen to it, that they, they get exactly where you're coming from. That's I what I really too. hope for. That's yeah. what I hope for. <laughs> Goofy. Hey, yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, man. Uh, I want to say personally uh, for me, uh, like I said, I, I told you the moment we talked, I was like, bro, we got to have you on the show. Uh, and I made sure as soon as you hit me up, uh, I want to say it was it was Omar that hit me up and said he wanted to be a part of the conversation. Right. I, posted on Facebook. I did because so, I don't. Yeah, I, so, uh, I, think, yeah, I, think, I, I think I saw your comment, too, on, you on um, YouTube. YouTube. Yep. Yeah. yeah and I, and I, 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 I let Reggie know. Hey, look, I was like, hey, I was like. So I seen you're coming on YouTube and I was like, hey, I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, I ain't never seen no comments on YouTube before. So like that was like a big thing. Honestly, though, like uh coming from your background, like I said, as far as the military is concerned, like you've been you've been in uh in the LGBTQ uh community for a while in the military community. But I figure I feel like it speaks volumes for somebody that's been there, done that, and got the t-shirt. And uh mm -hmm. for your opinion. I feel like it matters for a lot of people that are in it now that don't have a voice. Oh, no. They, I don't know. I've been out nine years, so it's a whole different army than what it I It is different out. now, but it's still, like, you have 
some of those I call them old head uh, opinions that are like one of the people that you like, hey, like you, you know what I'm saying, like, hey, like what well, he's speaking is fact, and you have more common sense than a lot of these younger generation. Talk to somebody that's currently in right now, okay? Trust me. And I definitely would love to have you on when we have that conversation about being gay in the military too. Like we're going to talk about that. That's going to be one of those. And that would definitely be a great, cause you're from the older generation. Hey, so you're from my hear, generation. Hey, y'all don't so want to hear all my stories, bro. Hey, so y'all don't want to hear get, all my get, You know, that would be a great conversation. But, I, 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 but we definitely got to table it. Um, we definitely got to stop the clock on this and move on on the clock. And Omar, we definitely want to thank you for coming on. Uh, thank you it was definitely it was definitely greatly appreciated i love the conversation again it went extremely longer than i thought but it was great you are you are a great guest and we can't wait to have you on again thank you for coming thank you my bro thank you for having me yep all right have a good one All right. All right. That was a great <laughs> conversation with Omar. I definitely had hey, a lot hey, of respect for that man. That goddamn gap. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. Um, I don't even want to touch on anything else. I think we should end it here. We had the three hour mark. Yeah, we had three hours, bro. Like, I we got to end this dog. <laughs> yeah we got to end this show today uh, we're not going to touch on the wives today like we normally do at the end of the show um, I'm going to let you say some closing remarks I'll say some closing remarks and we're going to get out of here oh well <laughs> no on a serious note uh, one I do appreciate like you said Omar, Omar coming on the show um, honestly like legit a lot of happens uh, as far as like sports I'm glad we got to touch on uh, a lot of happening. NBA free agency, NFL season is about to kick off in a few weeks. You got a preseason to watch, check for injuries and all that good stuff. So uh, stay tuned. Um, I will say that as far as the topics that we have coming up, if you thought this was crazy, uh, we have uh, a lot of my military friends that are starting to peep what we've been talking about. So a lot of uh, my, my old first sons, old soldiers are starting to ask that they can hop on the podcast. So we're going to start that the big conversation, okay, is we're going to start talking about race in the military. Um, I feel yes. like a lot of stuff doesn't get talked about in the race in the military. Um, I'm glad that I actually have a few, I have two sergeant majors that I've served under that are watching this podcast on a regular basis. And they've commented on every episode in my inbox. I was just talking to one just now. And uh, <laughs> and he was uh, telling me he couldn't wait for this conversation right here. Right. Uh, so uh, I just want to let people know that um, please stay tuned. Uh, this is only going to get deeper. We talk about. And here's the thing. I want a public disclaimer. Okay. <laughs> Bro, we we ain't got too much time. Let's go. Hey, look, I just want to say like, <laughs> we're not here to sit here and have civil conversations. Like, no, yeah, well, I don't know if y'all caught that or not, but <laughs> we're not here to sit here and like 
play the, like, you know what I'm saying, the, ah, it's all good type of role. So I want to say that. We ain't that podcast. No, nah, absolutely not. So um, I want to say, that personally, I hope you guys are enjoying the uncomfortable but comfortable conversations we're having on this podcast. Um, it's been a pleasure so far to have these conversations that I have at the smoke pit or whatever. Um, we have a lot of those uncomfortable conversations that we need to be, I feel like need to be had. And we don't talk about as much. Um, we're always going to talk about sports or whatever, but in the culture, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that we we miss. And right. so, um, with that being said, I hope you guys are enjoy, enjoying the content. And this episode right here, it takes the cake. Uh, <laughs> All right, man. We we um again, I'm gonna thank y'all for viewing. I know this pod went a little longer than normal, but we are. We are who we are. We're going to talk how we talk. Facts. We don't hold our tongues. Like, we're not going to bite it. We're not going to sugarcoat it. We are. We're going to keep it 100, as they like to say. It all is. time. And it is what it <laughs> is. Like, we want to thank you all for being on the clock with us for our first time viewers, last time viewers, and all the family and friends and our biggest supporters, man. Thank you all for watching. This was B&B on the clock. We are clocking out. Peace.